What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming Big Cast, episode 245. Guys, we are nearing 250. Good Lord. we gotta. I guess we should start talking about that at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yes, it is an awesome Sunday morning here in Kansas City. Getting ready. Rocking. I'll call it out right away. NHL playoffs start tomorrow. Go Kings, go. Uh, they're probably going to lose in the first round, but we'll talk about that another time. Travis is very excited. But... I am very excited myself because we have all four of us right from the get-go here. It's been a while since we've been able to do that. Dan was uh, has to leave a little early today, so we'll, we'll deal with that when it comes. And, of course, we didn't know if Hogue was going to be here right at the start, but we made it, and it's awesome to be back as the proper foursome here. So I will go around the horn here. Mr. Rodriguez rock, rocking the SG7 shirt, the classic. What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm good. Like, all of a sudden, I got really tired. And now... Right when we start the show. <laughs> right as soon as we started the show, I was just like, oh, man, I'm trying not to yawn right now. <laughs> you know, this is not a, you know, a slight egg against you guys. I, I just got to go to the Royals game today. And that's why I'm leaving a little early. And, oh, cool. Uh, yeah. We're going to see how that goes. If one day, shout out to Kansas weather that is like 40 degrees with 50 mile per hour winds. Uh, yeah. It's been like yeah. 70 and 80 degrees last week. And... The one day I decide to go to the game, this is what happens. So yeah, the uh, mm-hmm. oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Midwest weather was interesting. We uh, we as Dan said, it was seventy five eighty on Friday, and then yesterday it dropped to like forty five, and it was yeah. hailing in areas. And it's like, okay, sure, yeah. why not? Yep. Yeah, that's but April. Anyway, we're a couple of days. I think we're a couple of days delayed from you guys here in Michigan, so we're yeah. still in yes. The 70s. Yeah, everything co- everything goes east. So, like, my friends back east are like, uh, you know, 24 hours later, would they get what we get? That's how it is. Travis, good yeah. morning, sir. What are you, are you rocking, like, a, a leather coat? What do you got That's on there? That's what it is. A leather jacket on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me my leathers. All he promises is a tie. You can wear a duster or whatever. Yeah, That's yeah, true. yeah. That's true. So, this is the, it's a little well, is it a duster? Is it, like, a long trench coat? Because no, that was, yeah. no. It's a, it's a yeah. leather jacket. It's a buffalo okay. leather, I think. I got it in Italy. In he's, Florence. he's celebrating, you know. Yeah. I got it in Florence. It in it's true. I got it in Florence. I don't know what to tell you. I travel. I'm worldly. Okay. Oh, that's great. And it's been another satisfying week. I'm glad to be back. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hashtag Hello. pumpkin patch. We're going to talk Hashtag about it. pumpkin patch. We got we there. Sure are. A lot of good jokes. Good jokes. Yes. And right out of the jump this morning, it's the Hoke himself. Good morning, sir. Coming off of the part one and part two of your stroke story that you've been talking about. How's that going, man? Oh, it's going great. Yeah. And I'm feeling energized from doing some videos and having some very tiring, but very effective rehabilitations this week. I'm starting to have less pain in my left shoulder, which is just incredibly nice. Uh, I think sometimes people don't realize it's, it's not necessarily the, the pain level, like it's never raised too terribly high for me, but for three months I've woken up every morning with pains in my left side and that stopped over the last couple of days and that can put you in a better mood. Sweet. Good yeah. to hear. The, the to long hear. pain that like is just on, like forever persistent. I know that well. It sucks. Yep. I thought you were going with a joke there. I was like, where's he going with this one? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's that, <laughs> it's that chronic, it's that constancy that really gets to you. Yeah. 
Yeah, it just wears away at you. It, it even it's like you know a, a lion with a thorn in its paw. A long enough timeline, you're just like this thing. Goddamn. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I'm with you, man. I got the back pain. I am pro meds. So do we we can tell, do. Dan. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we see your pharmacy. <laughs> more than sure. This is a small <laughs> sample of the 18 yeah. prescription bottles I have. A little higher. So it's good. Yeah. Good. I, didn't right. think, I didn't even see those. I thought they were making jokes about the McDonald's cups. I can see. Oh, way over here. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we've made jokes about great. those as well. Yes, those we must have. be filled with pennies. There's no way you use those. Those are just coffee cups. Yeah, they're just, they're just McDonald's cups. <laughs> Why do we coffee? I expect to see your stats this year, by the way, Dan, because it's now oh, you got to save them. You got to save them. You got to save them. We need we need a year. That'll be our 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 holiday special. That's a great idea. Forward. Sponsored <laughs> by McDonald's. We'll all get Happy Meals for that episode. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll get whatever you were, the nonsense Frowny you were meals. talking about. Frowny, Frowny meals. meals. Yeah, we'll get those. Frowny meals, dude. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. <laughs> um, so a uh, couple things. So today, uh, a lot of game news to talk about as we uh, uh, previewed, but I want to do a couple shout outs uh, first. So uh hoke you have a big fundraiser coming up at the beginning of may that you tweeted out about and sard in the chat was just asking uh if we were going to join so why don't you quickly tell people since we're live when and what that's going to be sure so i wanted to do this since i started my stroke video series but as people will find when they watch those videos i've been in a number of hospitals during this entire first quarter 2023 adventure. And I have seen their rehabilitation facilities and worked with their nurses and therapists and really think that the hospitals that saved my life could use a little bit more money and resources and wanted to do a fundraiser for two of them. And that's going to be on May 6th. We're going to do a live stream. And I've invited you all. I think some of you might pop in. We don't know. All of these things, when you set them up, you want to give people the chance to have their own day. You don't want to take up however long we're going to be on there, six hours seven hours, eight hours. I don't know how long it's going to go, but I know that some of you are going to pop in. Some of you are otherwise doing things, but I think we're going to have a good time. I think we're going to raise money for some good causes and they've saved my life. They're saving a lot of lives. There's a lot of fantastic people at these places. And I would love for everybody to drop in who's interested. We'll be doing that live stream on Saturday, May 6th. Fantastic. Yes. So uh, keep an eye out. Obviously, anyone following uh, us, SG, Hogue, or the four of us, uh, we'll be sharing that out and talking about it constantly leading up nice. to it. But uh, yes, you can definitely expect us. So be awesome. So um, what, what time are you doing it, man? Um, I'm thinking something along the lines of mid-morning Eastern to late afternoon, something like 10 to 4. But I have right. to arrange for Ooh. who's going to be available and when they're going to be available. All right. <clears throat> I will be on a train at that time, but I will up to your old games, your old tricks, Hogue. <laughs> Honestly, six hours would be like the shortest live stream fundraiser I've done. So yeah. we'll we'll have to see. But yeah, six hours nice. is past my current fatigue levels. I've been I've been getting stronger, but for the most part, I've basically been collapsing. Even after you've seen me on these bitcasts from time to time, if it was about 90 minutes. I would go straight to bed after those streams. So hopefully we're Dan getting a little bit more thing. endurance. Yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's part of, well, part of why yeah. I'm here. I love you guys, but we're trying to increase that stamina and endurance for these kinds of can, things. Can I make a suggestion? If sure. you're going to do a six hour stream, I suggest a nap cam where a nap you have cam. a, yeah, you have a camera 
pointed at your bed in a second room and you go, no, now we, we go we live to the that. nap cam and then you crawl into it and you just kind of, <laughs> you know, shiver yourself to sleep and then, you know, have a one hour of really unsettling rest for you the whole time. And then, and then afterward you can get back to live stream and just act like it never happened. That's my suggestion. If, if, <laughs> need more points in vitality, I like. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to have a number of people on that stream. I'm not going to be running the show the whole time. So, <clears throat> If I, if my vote's okay. worth anything, I, I vote against. The, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go straight to the shower campaigns. It's all right. <laughs> nice. Hey, raise, raise money however you got to do it, my friend. Right, yeah. I'm no, I don't judge. I don't judge yeah. at all. Yeah, but I, It's something I really wanted to do. And in, in all honesty, you know, since I was laying in a hospital bed all of January, it, this whole series and fundraiser is something that I've wanted to do because I do want to use these kinds of platforms and these abilities to talk with people for good. And obviously it was a very important moment in my life and i would love to be able to use that bad and make good out of it so hopefully you can drop in hopefully everybody in chat can drop in i think it'll be a fun time hopefully if i'm doing everything right and uh we'll make some money for a good cause fantastic Speaking of, that's a good segue. Speaking of good causes, last week uh, when we knew you were going to be out because it was Easter Hogue, uh, I donated all the Super Chats on the season gaming side of the house to uh, Extra Life campaign. So uh, I think it was like uh, after the Google tax was something like $130 in that ballpark uh, oh, over awesome. to uh, Extra Life You're last great. week, which is fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, and this morning, uh, Brentwood Chick, who uh, donated last week, very always very generous, uh, has already given 10 uh, memberships over on your channel this morning, Hoke. So fantastic. Thank you for that. Uh, Midnight Dreary, a uh, season giving membership as well over on the SG side. So thank you. Good to see everyone this morning, afternoon, Brentwood, evening, Tennessee. whatever time it is for you. What, Travis? Brentwood, Tennessee, as we now know. That- as we now know. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> so oh, um, I think I'd always assumed it was like by OJ. Yeah, yeah. That's we we talked about it last week. So yeah, and then we and then we went on a rant about cities that have the same names as other cities that irritate us, like (laughs) Paris, Texas. Um, Yeah. Do we ever find out if it was chick or is it chic? Do we ever go? It's got to be chic. I mean, I would. I'm going. Oh yeah, I keep saying chick just because I see it that way. But yeah, isn't it a strange stance for Travis to have that he's got a problem with cities copying names when California is almost certainly going to be the latest to name their cities out of the United States? (laughs) Yeah, I know, and it, it's irritating. But the, my point is, if if one becomes really popular, then that nobody well, the other one should out. yield. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like copyright law. Yeah, there should be there should be a copyright, how copyright law. law works, Travis. Where where one brand becomes color. one no where one brand becomes big enough, and then it usurps you know state you know the uh, local copyright. He's trademarking so, yeah. it. Thinking about trademark. 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 Giving big cast for your legal. There you go. <laughs> uh, I, as as always, uh, this is legal advice from me. I'm allowed to say that. It's also medical <laughs> advice. Anything I say. I need to add medical advice to our our tagline. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. industry yeah. technical, legal, it, and medical it, advice. It, We're it, just going to get advice. broader every year. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> you're right. I meant trademark. I meant I meant trademark law. What's that? I gave a disclaimer on episode one of my stroke series and people made fun of me. I said, oh, that's a very lawyer thing to say because I'm like, just to be clear, I'm not a doctor. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Yeah. I always say that I uh, am a doctor. But yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't do that anymore now that you're engaged. It doesn't work. 
What? Right. <laughs> Bad well, joke. Off. We'll move on. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are going to move on to, uh, let's see. Let's talk about real quick what we've been playing. Well, not real quick, but we've got a few things to talk about. And I want to start like Mr. Travis. like show now, Ains, whenever I know, we talk about is, what we've been playing. Yeah. I want to talk about Romancevania. Yeah, so, let's do it. We continued the stream last night. Uh, we did finally meet Pumpkin Patch uh, pretty early in the stream, actually. And she became, PSL. we already got her. She's yeah, PSL. Yes. And in one episode, we got her to relationship level four already. So we were just. <laughs> so, so much yeah. thirst. Yeah, we were just yeah, dating. That, we took her around. Wow. Yeah, we were all over. He's all roll, over. he's rolling in the patch, as we call it in the industry. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So we call it in the industry. <laughs> that game is ridiculous, by the way. It is. Um, it is. Can I also mention that the level design and the lack of map and the lack of any kind of intuitive design of where you're supposed to go is a little crazy at times, but yeah. we made it work. We made it work yeah. in the end. It's it's pretty common with like uh, dating some crossovers that the other thing you're doing is a little half baked, and so yeah, the the Castlevania part of Romancevania is a little half baked. It's mostly yes. a a like platform for them to serve you up a bunch of you know <laughs> dating dating stuff. Um, yes. Yeah, it's good. Good time. Yeah, it was good. It was funny. I, and, uh, what we... I didn't catch this one. I caught the first one you did, but yeah, I need to watch this one. Yeah, and what we're doing now is when uh, you know you have to make your decision whether you want to be flirty or bold or whatever it is. We the chat's deciding, so I'm just saying, all right, what are we doing on this one? So it's interactive. Uh, we're having a good time with it, and uh, yeah, it's I live my funny. life every morning deciding whether to be flirty or bold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sometimes yeah. both. You know, and you know what? Hogue always chooses flirty. You'd be surprised. <laughs> you know, you think he'd choose bold, but no, he goes flirty. You've been flirty. looking at my DMs again. Yeah. Calm down. Now, now that he's got that little half smirk, <laughs> it really, you know that uh, that that emoji I like, the smirk face. He's, yeah, he's got yeah. left of his smirk face. My left side catches up. Yeah, <laughs> just a little <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, it's been a good time. But um, what you guys playing? What games you want to talk about? Hit me. Uh, I, I, mine's easy. I've been yeah, playing. Yeah. Come on, Ghostwire Tokyo. I finished. Okay. It. Nice. It up, finally. You finished it. I, let's give you credit because that's a half horror game. It borders on horror elements. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, they added some, <clears throat> they had some kind of content addition. I don't know what it was exactly. I think it was some kind of different mode. I didn't play that, but I think they added some side content, uh, which was fine and it was really good. And that was a little bit scary. There was a, there was a couple moments where, I think you were in a school. And then, you know, you kind of get that lightning flash and then you kind of turn around and like one of those cadaver body things is like standing there. And I'm, yeah, I threw my controller down on the floor. I was like, what the yeah, hell? They, they it follows you around. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that was just like, you know, one part. And then, but the rest of it, it's just, you know, the weird looking, you know, big mouth like i don't know like the ring kind of stuff it, it was it wasn't very scary i agree it's not yeah it's not, yeah it's it not scary you do sequences no. I, and it's i do long, love that you beat it is impressive yeah but it was it was it wasn't I, I was probably i would say 70 percent of the way through and then i kind of just stopped playing i don't know something else came out and i started playing that and then uh so i went back to it with the update it was really it's actually pretty good it's not you know it's like hey that game exists you know, and it's got a, you know, a kind of a purpose. 
you know, having it on Game Pass is nice, you know, for people, I'm guessing. So I wish I hadn't spent 60 bucks in, you know, in retrospect, but, you know, it's fine. It was good. I, it was it was the combat's really good too. It's it's a different spin on a first person shooter with all the weird hand yeah. things. Yeah, it's it's a little bit different. That was fun. That and MLB. That's all I've been playing. I've been okay. doing nothing else. I'm going to get great ready place to, to go great together. Yeah, Ghostwire <laughs> and MLB. Yeah, that's it. And then I'm going to get ready. Go. Probably we only got a couple days till the New Horizon stuff drops. So there's another hundred hours. Oh yeah, burning shores. You can't yeah. possibly yeah. squeeze hundred hours out of this deal. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Oh, I, I squeeze four hundred out of the main game somehow. Yes. So I don't doubt him anymore. Yep. There is a through line, by the way, between MLB and Ghostwire Tokyo, both yeah. beloved by the Japanese, Japanese baseball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Boys, what you got hit me. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are you playing, Hug? You go first. I'm, I'm playing a game called Dredge. Yes. Oh, we did a review on that game, and our reviewer really liked it. And in a in a theme, I'm also playing Sherlock Holmes versus Cthulhu. Oh God, The Awakening, I believe it's called. Not a good one. How are you enjoying that? I like the Sherlock Holmes Frogwares games. I do very much. I mean, so do I. But this one is. I I don't know how far you are, but (laughs) a little. A few hours. Okay, it's a little weird. Just say that. (laughs) Sherlock Holmes Frogwares. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> did you play chapter one? I did one? play chapter one. I really love what they did to change up their series. I, I agree. Yeah, I like that. And I didn't well. realize that the remake here was going to be essentially a sequel to chapter one, which made me very yep. happy. Yeah. No, I think chapter one is one of the few it. mystery games that actually makes you feel like you have to do some solving. Yeah. Right? And you can get it wrong. And if you do, they're just like, well, well, you got it wrong. Keep going. You know, they don't, it's like, it's not like LA Noir, or I guess it is kind of like LA Noir in some of the missions. You can get the wrong answer and they just, don't I play. loved LA Noir. I love that Great game. game. Great LA Noir's game. biggest problem is that they, they let their drum, drama and their plot take over from their mystery concept. So, like, you can't get the Black Dahlia killer right. Like, that's wrong. Like, that, that wrongness is part of their story. Yes. And, like, that's just, I think that's a very, because they're uh, based off of real cases, right? Unsatisfying way to run your game. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I still enjoyed the that hell out of it. The studio got shut down. One of many Australian studios that got shut down the second they put out a game. Australia loves to do that. It's unfortunate. It's a shame. Yeah, it's yeah. a shame. But yeah, I mean, just in general, I think Dredge is very good, especially for somebody that's still getting their left hand up to speed. And you don't have a lot of Twitch action in Dredge. Um, but, um, for those of you that don't know, it's a, it's a fishing game that has Hell kind yeah. of a Cthulhu layer on top. Something is, oh, so you're playing wrong. two Cthulhu games. I'm yeah. impressed. Hope. I'm, I'm thematic. Yeah. Thematic. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Um, no. is made by, uh, uh, it's made by black salt games. I was looking at a review. It's only a four person team out of New Zealand. Um, but uh, our reviewer freaking loved it. Gave a really high score, and um, yep. yes, you know me. Great. I'm always impressed by people that you know set their project scope correctly and clearly know what they're aiming at to get a project out. So four people making that, I believe, but it's still just a really efficient use of what they built there. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It was not they can, on the uh, get some success. Was not on the IGN review radar, but since uh, people on the team have started playing it independently, now we're talking about, damn, we need to review this game. So, 
IGN just wants the link to ours. That's fine. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Okay, I, I can just cool. make that decision. Just me. Yeah. Yeah. Let Dan, let Dan know I said it's fine. Okay. It's okay. Great. I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk a little Minecraft Legends. Oh, I would love to. Well, is that is this still currently playing? I can't play that one yet. Embargo's up. Embargo's up. Um, is this it's not out. Playing, currently playing? Or did I miss the window? No, no. I was going to talk about it as, in the theme of that. But go ahead. If okay. you want to talk about no, no, another no, game. No, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I was just making okay. sure I missed. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I was just going to call it the Minecraft Legends, uh, like Burning Shores, uh, comes out on Tuesday, I believe, right? The 18th. Mm-hmm. Uh, officially, the reviews went up um, just Friday, I believe, for Minecraft Legends. or the, Yeah, overnight on Friday. Uh, our reviewer gave it an 8. Really enjoyed it. Uh, it was fortunate um, being a, you know, being a smaller outlet, our reviewer, Eric, Game Positive, who people around here may know, uh, played with the Xbox team, the team at Mojang. Um, and played some PvP and kind of, you know, got to experience the full breadth of the game. So uh, he really enjoyed it. He said the campaign is uh, longer than you would expect for that type of game, 15, 20 hours. Um, And then it's got uh, full-on PvP, which is a core of the game as well. So, um, yeah, I you know, obviously on Game Pass, but it's on all platforms. Um, So if you're into Minecraft, they basically... He said one of the nice things about it is it takes kind of the core aspects of Minecraft that Dungeons left behind, right? Dungeons was more of just like an aesthetic versus actually taking the elements of Minecraft into the broader game. Um, and, uh, yeah, he really enjoyed it. So I would say if you're looking forward to that, uh, you should be excited because it seems to be uh, doing pretty well in yeah. terms of reviews anyway. Yeah, all the stuff I, I've not played that one, but everyone I know who's played it says – uh, it's really strong foundation for you know that it can be get built upon, and that they they embrace the Minecraftness, the creativity that is really yes. important to that franchise, and that is literally everything I wanted. Right, that's why Dungeons didn't connect with me as much because it was just sort of a a, a ARPG done as a Minecraft game, but without any of the elements that you would expect in Minecraft, like building and creativity. And so, I I think this is. This could be really big, um, and hopefully they'll they'll build on it as uh, the team, teammate Mo Yang is n- known for doing. Um, but I will definitely be playing this on Tuesday. I'm very excited. I, I love nice. these types of games, and I love. I Minecraft. can tell you, they got to my youngest daughter because she was asking me about it the other day. Like, yeah, okay. good job. Right. Awesome. I'm going to be awesome. playing with your daughter online. We're going to become PvP sweat lords together. I don't want to hear that sentence ever again, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> i recuse myself of this conversation immediately (laughs) Um, i said what i said (laughs) but yeah so uh excited about that um i think uh yeah i think people are going to enjoy it uh, based on everything i've heard so um yeah you can check our review out as well but um yeah travis there was a game something you want to talk about uh um i've forgotten uh, yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> I'm now panicking. Uh, yeah, I've, I've Everspace Two came out. Um, yeah, a game some games called that came War out Tales. No, I didn't. Yeah, come out next Identity. week. Oh, one I've been playing is uh, Sifu. Weirdly, I'm behind on that one, but uh, it's a great game. Playing that. The Kung Fu game. Kung Fu game. Yeah. yeah. Love been that playing game. that one. So that's like the opposite of what a game that Ho could play at this time in his life. Uh, but it is. I couldn't uh, play it that well last year. So yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah. I still can't. <laughs> yeah. I love that game. Um, it's a great game. Uh, I'm getting. I'm. I'm I love was, it. I, yeah, it's like easy enough to where you can get through 
most levels, you know, first try, but then going back and making your, uh, your runs like better and a younger age is, is sort of what I'm doing now and, and honing it. Yeah. So I've gotten to like, I think age 22 after the first level and then 25 after the second. So I'm trying to like, I'm trying to finish the game in my twenties. That's like my goal. So I just well, started the, playing the, it. The hardest yeah. achievement, the only achievement I don't have in that game is beating the entire game uh, under 25. Well, under and 25. I, I beat it at yeah, and I beat it at 26. And I was you like, do I, yeah, I was like, do I really want to continue doing this? Because I reviewed it last year. So I was like, do I really care about the platinum enough to continue doing this? And I was like, no, no, I don't. And I just uninstalled it. Well, it's a nice system because you kind of lock in your gains as you go through. So yeah, it's, it gets uh, very formulaic once you know what you're doing too. And the, the last boss is is technically kind of the hardest, but once you get the rhythm down, you know, you can kind of blow through it. But that's what's really cool about the game is once once you really get good at it, you really do feel like kind of like a kung fu master. You can just roll through crowds of people without even taking yeah. a hit, and it's awesome. I'm still very early. I've put maybe like four or five hours into it, but I'm already feeling like uh, I have a pretty deep understanding of of the stuff. I still get beaten by leg sweeps. That those annoy the crap of me. I need to get better <laughs> at that. But other than that, I'm doing. Pretty. It's just that pressing up to avoid the leg sweep it something about my brain doesn't get that it's like it goes <laughs> under and then i, I have to press up to yeah like, feels like it should be some button i was the same way yeah yeah it should be, I, I feel like it should be like the or the right bumper or something like that but yeah it doesn't it doesn't work that way so <laughs> funny that's actually one of the ones i was thinking about wanting to get back into when i had a little bit better fine motor skills yeah because i really enjoyed that one that it's one's good. really good. Um, I'm trying to think of other. I actually, so uh, I finished up the Dead Island 2 review a while ago, and then I, for whatever reason, I'm in between like IGN projects right now. I think I have stuff starting on Wednesday or something like that. And so I've been catching up on a bunch of games that have just been on my backlog, which has felt really good. And I cleared at least two or three of them off of my backlog this week. So I should have more of them. But I've also been playing Meet Your Maker, which I know, Hogue, you have. Uh, and nice. watching like people play, yes, <laughs> and watching people yeah. play it. Your brother's playing it. My brother is playing it, and honestly, he just got really deeply into it after it came out on PlayStation Plus, and just played the heck out of it for hours and hours and hours for like three or four days straight. And I was watching this, and it's really interesting because it's a first-person game, but it's a lot of the time more patient than mm -hmm. you're used to like like one of the ways that you can play is to essentially try to creep through the level and disarm the traps as you come up on them and so he was playing that a lot a lot and he really loved it and i think he would give it a high score but here about a week later he's basically told me that he's felt that he's seen everything that he can see and that for the most part the bases he's going into all have one or two of the same kind of tricks Mm -hmm. And so he's waiting until they add some more trap mods and augments and, and weapons and things, which they've said is coming in the next three months before diving yep. back in. Now, in fairness to the game, part of that is kind of a burnout situation. Like it, he, re he really liked it so much. He played it exclusively and saw everything that he could see. But um, I think it's an excellent game that people should check out. But know that at least according to my brother and having watched it, it could use a few more traps and a few more things to make it last a little bit longer. Yep. And that was basically my review. And I actually have reached the same point as your brother at this point where I was playing it even after the review, just checking in, seeing who uh, tried to beat my base and watching some of the replays and laughing and building new stuff. And then uh, just this week, I sort of felt like, all right, 
I'm getting it. I think before I build my next base, I'm going to need some new mods or some way to kind of uh, change the level because I'm starting to feel like now in my bases, I do a lot of stuff uh, the same. Um, I've actually been working on a new level hug where I'm calling it lockdown, where uh, I don't put any traps or any enemies in the world. And I just create a straight line for you to walk to the, the uh, point. But then as soon as you grab it, I change the entire world and you have everything on second wind on. or whatever that's called yeah it's everything everything is second wind uh the the uh, hard part is that everything costs five power more to build so you you're it can put fewer traps in which is kind of unfortunate but i just want the aesthetic of like it seems like a straight shot to my base and then once you grab it the level changes and everything well, we we rolled into your level the other day travis and it was like prestige 10 or yep. whatever and uh my brother through his character at your base, I think 50 times before finally <laughs> saying, screw this guy and, and walking away. <laughs> so some, at some point, there's a video on your replays that you can probably slowly watch my brother go on tilt as he decides that this was crap. But yes. in all honesty, Travis's base was smartly designed, well set up, and tested multiple things. I think one of the things that really works in Meet Your Maker is to have kind of a disarm the traps and be careful room and a skill speed battle room because those are not always in the same person. And so you can see people get frustrated when they have to switch skill sets. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what that level was about. It's a very small level that only has like two major rooms, but each of the rooms is like, all right, this, you have to immediately get out of combat and then into trap mode and then switch back to combat before things go off again. And then I've got a bunch when you of you had a crippling people. set of second wind things like aimed at the gen mat. Like the, yep. the, the thing that you have to grab out of this base, you can set up a bunch of traps to kind of go off when you grab it. Like you're in a monster closet or playing a Resident Evil game. And Travis had like, I don't know, eight things aimed at the block that you're on. And uh, we were having trouble with that. Nice. Okay. So, that's good to know. That's yeah, a that replay usually, for you to check out. Yeah, I will watch that one. Usually the, the gen mat traps are just to get you out of that area as quickly <laughs> as possible because I find that when people flee the area, they run into traps more easily because they're afraid of what is at the gen mat. And I do the same thing. So I actually built that level with all the things that kill me in mind. I was like, what are all the things that frustrate me in a level? And then I just tried to design some of those. Uh, so That's a really virtuous fun, cycle kind of loop game because they give you the tags and the information necessary to know how your traps are working so you can change things on the fly. And I really enjoyed watching it, but yeah, it's, it is all red sands and I don't know, 10 traps at this point in time. Yeah. So they're, they're it'll be nice adding, to see that expanded. Um, yeah. I think they're adding a mod this month and the next month we're getting a new enemy and a new trap type. And I think a new character as well, a new playable character. Cause right now there's only two and uh, I'm really interested to see, I have noticed I've been watching a lot of the replays on my bases and there's like a lot of people now who go in two stack and they each use ranged weapons. And one of the weapons has 15 bullets. And then like, I just watched them do crazy stuff that I didn't design my trap for. And so it's going to be really interesting seeing how level designers respond to the meta and the tool belt that people have now and the multiplayer aspect of it. Cause um, yeah, I'm starting to, anyway, it's a fun game. Yeah. It's really fun. That's uh, awesome. So I've been what, watching what, a bunch of Meet Your Maker. <clears throat> Remind me who made that game. Who's the developer? It's a behavior. The people that made a uh, Dead by Daylight. Oh, yeah, right. As a matter of fact, a, a number of the decals, you, you roll into a base, you're like, I think those are the scratches from Dead by Daylight. Yep. Nice. They are. Okay. 
They sure are. Cool. Yeah, they put a bunch of their like assets and their skins yeah. from their other game into this one, which is really cool. It's a that great game. Cool. I, I think if they if they commit to it and, and develop it, the PlayStation Plus launch was a, a great idea. Yes. Because I, I, yes. I think that's going to help them a ton. It's smartly that's- designed. I was just saying this the other night while I was watching, which is you can see how they could add traps and augments and various things in a very functional, easy way to add that would change all of the meta and all the design. And that'll be the thing to watch out for is balance. But I think they've got an, a, a pipeline that makes a lot of sense to me that'll work for in increasing the game over time. Yep. Well, like like we talked about, right? They've they've managed that extremely well with Dead by Daylight. So no reason they can't do that with Meet Your Maker. You, you figure they've learned a lot of lessons and how to optimize that process internally. So I'm sure it'll be good. And completely agree about the PS Plus. I haven't tried it yet. I installed it. But, um, you know, people forget that Rocket League was propelled by PS Plus launch. Uh, as was Fall Guys. Yeah. As was Fall Guys, correct. Yeah. Yeah, very true. <clears throat> Shout out April. wherever. Oh, go so ahead. It's an April game. Pick it up if, you, if you've if you got PlayStation Plus, because I, I do think you'll find that it's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fantastic. Just going to shout out that we, uh, we're over 300 joining us right now live, which is fantastic. Thank you so much. And shout out to Brentwood Sheik uh, for the five Nailed gaming it. memberships over on the SG side. Thank you very much. Nice. All right. Uh, I was going to mention, funny enough, and I saw someone chat about this. Um, so I've been hearing, and you know me, I like my competitive shooters. So I've been hearing that Battlefield 2042 is actually a real game now. It, it grew Playable? up and became a, became a proper no. video game. It, it's um, cyberpunked. That's great. <laughs> I, uh, I, got, uh, I was supposed to review Battlefield 2042, and this is not a joke. I went into that game in the alpha. And then I went in the beta, and then I went in when it was preparing to release for the review, and I said, nah, this game's not playable. Um, it was a it's disaster. It's hard to review to say as a number score, nah. <laughs> nah, yeah, 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 nah, that's what I wrote. Nah, Kotaku, um, Kotaku basically does that, right? um but it was uh you know it was a disaster we don't have to talk about that but it's been a year and a half or so they're on season four officially you know how they do seasons in the game and i i went in and people have been telling me who um you know who play these types of games like me that it's it's actually good and playable and fun and what have you so i i went in the other day and i i reinstalled it played a couple matches and uh, unlocked a whole bunch of stuff the battle pass cosmetics and all that but um I was surprised. I, I really enjoyed myself. It's super smooth now. I was playing on Series X. Super smooth. Um, no frame rate issues, hiccups, no graphical glitches like there used to be. Uh, the shooting felt solid. The coordination, it felt like Battlefield should feel. And uh, they now have the option, too, where you can play classic 32-32 rather than 64-64. So the, the 64 player, for whatever reason, just seems to work better, in my opinion. It's a, a better kind of size for that uh scale the 128 matches there was just too much empty space it just didn't feel right but um yeah it it was cool to see it revive so i know it's a relatively small team continuing to work on that game because remember uh vince sampella is now leading the direction of battlefield into the future with a new studio um for the single player aspect led by marcus leto of halo fame so like the future of battlefield is taking a whole new direction but Good to see that at least 2042 uh they haven't completely abandoned it they've they've polished it up and uh it's definitely playable so if you if you're one of those people like me who have you know classic memories of good battlefields bad company 2 battlefield 3 4 it's not there but it is uh fun and playable and uh worth checking out at this point in time so i think it's always good to see companies go and try to protect those initial purchase prices 
Yeah. Because it's yeah. easy enough for them to just say, we got your money. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. No doubt. And yeah, because I, I was reviewing it right from EA, I have like the whatever the deluxe $120 edition. So I logged in and I got like, I had like 50 things to unlock. Like they added all kinds of stuff for players. The classes are back and tons of cosmetics and, you know, profile stuff and stats. And it's just, it's a completely different game than when it launched. So oh, good. Uh, yeah, check it that out. That was one that didn't have a, like a, like an end map score screen, right? Something like that. When it launched? It, it didn't have anything. It didn't have classes? Didn't have classes. It had characters. Yeah. They tried to make it a character shooter at the start. And very yeah, it didn't even have a scoreboard. It didn't have, I mean, it was a mess. It, wow. Planes like a chopper would be shooting, flying through the air, and it would just disappear. Oh, like wow. you'd be shooting at it, it would just be gone. Like things, the, the skybox would open into like, suddenly it would just look like a big triangle. I mean, I can't explain how broken that game was. When I first mm-hmm. played it, I was like, I don't know what they're doing here, but this isn't even close to ready to be played. It was a mess. Yeah, I had a very interesting conversation with a developer that will not be named last night. Um, we, were, we were playing games together, and uh, this developer was telling me about the trials and tribulations of developing games remote. Um, and uh, his development company recently returned to the office, and he was very happy about that as a developer sure. because he said there are some things that just can't be done remote, and game development is one of them. And he was talking about the games that came out during that period and immediately following it as kind of a uh, a testament to the challenges there and the lack of quality in, in some of those releases. And so my guess is 2042. I mean, that studio has always made buggy games, but making games yes. remote is reportedly from this developer who who's somebody I trust uh, from their humble <clears throat> opinion, uh, extremely challenging remote. And, uh, and it, it's nice to see that they stuck with it and went back and fixed that game. So, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. I can vouch um, for hearing similar because that's what my brother also said, and he is one that I was kind of bugging. I was like, "Well, you guys make things. You, you don't stand up from your desk very often, anyway, right? I mean, you're just isn't this just the same? What what kind of productivity are you losing on this?" And he's like, "Well, no, it's easier to go and walk down to the other department and say I need you to check this and this and this, and then get feedback immediately rather than sending things and trying to make sure they're going through the proper protocols and pipelines. And a lot of these companies didn't even have." the right kind of setup for shared files across the internet and they're all petrified of leaks and things right so he was having a lot of difficulty with kind of instantaneous feedback of other departments and every asset every aspect of a video game goes through a lot of hands before they're production ready yeah yeah it was basically the same thing it was uh it was speed and efficiency and uh it's hard to communicate uh, there's a lot of stuff that falls through the cracks is what this guy was saying to me. And, and uh, it was pretty interesting to hear. So yeah, I, I'm uh, hopeful that at least the, some of those companies will come back into, into the office if they feel the need to, there will always be the weird ones. Like uh, the people that made Ori in the blind forest. <laughs> They've always been more for Ori. Yeah. I think studios. one of the things you're seeing is that the workers are kind of rebelling against office life across yeah. a lot of industries, including video games. So I think that's going to yeah. be part of the story. Yeah, yeah, it'll be yeah I know. Like Obviously, not saying my company, but we were the same way. Like, uh, you know, we're totally virtual now. And, um, you know, to, to Hoke's point, talking about 10,000 plus employees kind of polled, and uh, you're, you're looking at, you could count on two hands how many wanted to go back to the office. Um, now, to, to your point, Travis, the, I think there's certain industries, right, where being collaborative in person is a very different thing. 
uh, and I think game development. We've heard from quite a few developers that that's you know pretty important to their the way they work. So um, yeah, and some might mandate it ultimately, but it's going to be a, a fight over the labor market, definitely. Of course. Of and course. some yeah. industries, it works. Remote works great. I might not never see a client in person ever again. I mean, everybody just likes doing the the virtual stuff with my firm, at least. So yeah, yeah. law is one of those ones, and I think uh, you know companies like IGN are probably one of those ones as well, except for events and in person interviews and shows and that sort of content stuff. But there's just a lot of use cases where you don't have to go in. But I also work with in an industry where you do have to go in, and it's extremely important to it. You know, the tech startup world. So it, I think there's it just varies case by case. But of course, at least in uh, at least in this developer's case he was very happy to be back in the office and was saying like <laughs> look we're back we're back making games again and it feels it feels right and it's fast and efficient fewer things are falling through the cracks so um i think if you work if you work on something you really care about you have like a stake in the creative process or the product <clears throat> that you're putting out uh and you think that being in the office is more efficient then that'll probably trump uh your your I mean, the hybrid model is good though it's good to have an option so Sure. Nice. Yeah, because there's, there's other days where you could just be head down. You don't need to be in the office. Totally. But yeah. Um, the other thing I want to mention just real quickly is I haven't played it yet, but uh, X Defiant, which many people have forgotten, is the Ubisoft Call of Duty type competitor, first free to play first person competitive shooter. You're just making they, games up now. Yeah, I don't remember <laughs> this at all. Is this really? Real? No one knows what I'm talking about. It's it. absolutely real. I saw they, something on it and that was. It was originally it was originally branded as Tom Clancy because they throw that branding on everything nowadays. They do. Um, so they branded it last year. They launched the alpha for it last year and a beta. Um, it's back in beta this weekend. It's a closed beta, but you're allowed to share. So people have been streaming it. People have been posting clips. And the funny thing is, which I guess considering guys don't even know the game I'm talking about would be unexpected, is that uh, feedback seems positive um generally positive that it's a fast-paced kind of fun playing shooter with some good ideas so i am in it i just haven't had a chance to play it because i'm working on review and some other stuff um so hopefully i can talk about it next week uh, i think it's running through i don't know how long the beta runs but it is up and if you're in the beta you can invite friends to the beta um so if uh you know if if you happen to get an email from ubisoft or you're part of that program just throw it out there and people can check it out but yes it's it's real I mean, you said you're playing it Ains. i haven't seen any emails from you so <laughs> i tried to invite a couple people yesterday for whatever reason i have an xbox code but when you invite people it's pc only hmm. i it's ubisoft Weird. being ubisoft so um it wasn't working properly so uh if you want to check it out on pc hit me up i'm happy to share the invite to anyone who wants it but, now i'm lively informed by government officials that nothing could ever compete with Call of Duty. So why are they even trying? <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Yeah, that's fair, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, you know, we want to talk about uh, good old 30 FPS Redfall Zelda and some other stuff. Final Fantasy 16 is hoax here. You know, super excited. Let's get <laughs> yeah. to our first round. You feel my blood super... pressure during Let's... that stage of play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to uh... leave right after that topic. He has to go it's nap time, guys. It's nap yeah. time. time for um, let's hit these super chats up. Let's get caught up on those. Mm-hmm random name before we even started before we even started so glad to be able to watch live been busy for for or busy, been a busy month for me sorry uh good to see everyone thank you random thank name. you very much random name yeah. appreciate Welcome you random name google man google man with five euros uh i've clocked almost 900 hours in enter the gun 
Is that how Gungeon. You say it? Gungeon. I don't think I can oh, actually Gungeon. say that name without the little song. Yeah. Enter the Gungeon. <laughs> on Steam at this point with my 400 plus hours on Stadia. Wow. That might be a record of some other. Yeah, sort. you were the that number means... one player on Stadia, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah for any game, uh, that makes at least. <laughs> he, he is Google man. Yeah, Google man. It is Google man. No joke. That's true. No, no. And let me check: four hundred plus nine hundred is more than a thousand. Yeah. Yes, that checks out. That's okay. the secret. That... Google man eighty one is actually a director of Alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Google, thanks as always, man. Always appreciate the support. Nine Inch Nails, gal. Yay. <laughs> Is that five dollars that Australian? Yeah, well, there it is. Yes. Love for hope from uh, they're bluey dollars. Yeah. yeah, green heart, green heart. All right, thanks, Travis. I love these little pop ups <laughs> you are doing. It's wonderful to see you back or so back and happy. So, I'm really thrilled to be having a really positive week. So, you, you never love quite it. know what's going to happen in recovery yeah. or in life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. thank you very much. Uh, Brentwood Chic, Brentwood Chic. With the $10 Super Chat, uh, no case, so Travis is correct. The name is an uh, inside joke and a nod to my mom, who I miss every day. Well, also Cheek. Sheik. All right. Well, we, I will not mess it up again, I promise. Yeah. Maybe. I'll do my best. And it's Squirrel in the House. Squirrel, yes, with two pounds. Uh, please hit that like button. All show SG the love. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Thank you very Google much. Google loves those like oh. buttons. Yeah. Human overcome with uh, love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, bear with me. Travis is doing the face right there. Yes. And thank you, uh, Squirrel, for continuing to promote. Like I said, Google hit us with the algorithm bug uh, like a week and a half ago. SG tanked for whatever reason. And uh, yeah, it's been just joyous. I love Google. Google men. Sort, sort that out for us, will you? Just, yeah, yeah. fix it. It's, it's yeah. not a bug, Ains. <laughs> it was, it was fair. I was, I was fair. punishing <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Dan S with the two pounds. Uh, uh, Final Fantasy 16 looks amazing. Hogue is wrong. I haven't even <laughs> said <Nice>. anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a preemptive <laughs> strike. Preemptive yeah. strike on Hogue. Yeah. In front of it. That's, that's fair. Look, I man, I'm fully willing to say that based on the sales stuff and the other articles I've seen that they're, they're marketing it well and people are stoked about the game. So I'm on the outside looking in at this particular thing, but every moment of that state of play, I was like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> we're back to nah. Kotaku. <laughs> All right, Dan, thank you. And uh, I saved this one for last, of course, because Travis, you're on deck, my friend. Yep. Oh no. We're talking. Oh, oh, it's a story. story okay. Um, uh, there once was a, a person who found a key to being good at ballet, and uh, she became a star uh, in space because that's the Vulcan <laughs> salute. Um, but then uh, her career went sour, and she had to start working as a factory worker, which is unfortunate. Fair. I can do that with my left hand. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. White flower. What are those? Is that death? So somebody died. And then I've got a square. What do you guys see? Okay, it's a square for you too. Yeah, it's yeah, unfortunate. Square, so then something happened that has been redacted. All right, so maybe there's some yeah. FBI stuff involved. We'll, we'll not know. Um, involving an orangutan. What's yeah. that? It's a political commentary. Yeah, political commentary. But what we do know, the underredacted part, is that involved an orangutan. Uh, what is that? Some sort of some kind of street food. Yeah, maybe street this is about food. the game leaker. I don't know. Yeah. 
Maybe it's a rocket. What? Bless you. Okay. And then I sneeze to ruin the story. And then uh, and an olive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, somebody found their way to aliens in space and blew them up. And then everybody <laughs> celebrated. The end. <laughs> well played. Well played. Thank you, Stacy. Stacy hung out, by the way, uh, in our uh, Romancevania chat last night. Was was cheering along all our decisions. It was awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And Hargeet in the house. All right. With two dollars super chat, forget Final Fantasy sixteen. Zelda <laughs> is already the game of the year. Oh boy. Oh boy. Garfield has its head. He might be oh, right. Oh boy. He might smiley, be right. Standard yeah. smiley face. Yeah. Standard smiley face. We'll talk about Zelda as well. We've got that incoming. All right, boys. So. Let's go ahead and start with the lovely news. Uh, Hoga, look, Hoga, I almost put on gold frame. I'm not used to you being here all the time now, so you almost <laughs> got gold framed. <laughs> all right. So, announced this week, Redfall, my friends. Arcane Bethesda come out and say that Redfall is launching on May 2nd as planned. It's not getting delayed, but it will launch uh, at 30 FPS on Xbox consoles. That includes Series S, Series X, with a 60 FPS kind of performance mode uh, coming, but not at launch. Now, they didn't say how soon after launch. Could be a week, could be months, who knows. Um, but it is worth a week. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, it is also worth calling out that people have, of course, uh, because this, you know, broke all over the place, that they were advertising this as 60 FPS on consoles prior and have since removed that. And from I think every the clip YouTube. I've ever seen of it has been running at 60. It has. Every demonstration has been at 60 as well, probably on PC. Um, so uh, I can speak to that. It was an IGN first game. But, uh, that's true it I was can, yeah i can tell you all the ign first footage was captured on pc and then since i believe I, I i don't have any inside knowledge on this but i believe that at some point we were forced to switch all of our footage to 30 fps cap so they're trying oh, in really? their defense in their defense they're trying to not advertise something that's not there because they don't want to confuse the marketplace this but has a feeling it, of a late change yeah it is a late change. I think it was one of those features that didn't get there in time. And so now they're changing their marketing to only show 30 FPS to not be scummy, which I guess is nice. Uh, but it's also kind of one of those things where it's like, bro, delay it. Delay it. Like, yeah, no, it's not finished. Here's the problem. Microsoft now has a pattern of this, right? Halo Infinite, not finished when it releases. I know we've had this fight before, Travis, but Redfall is now the very next thing that's of any major import from the Microsoft brand. Releasing unfinished. What is Starfield going to look like? We don't know. What is anything going to look like? And they're in the middle of this deal, and and you have people talking about what exactly their pipeline is going to look like. And I look at it and say, their games aren't getting finished, and Game Pass is being used as a crutch to release these things in kind of a half-finished state and then finish them up later. And I hate every bit of that. I don't think that is what's happening. Um, I mean, obviously, I disagree with the pattern thing because I think Halo Infinite was it's a live service game. So by definition is never finished. (laughs) But I think you got a You got a pretty, pretty uh, well oiled product there. And they also have other stuff. I mean, like Psychonauts 2 finished uh, under Microsoft and that game came out fully done, was given as much time as it needed. So I'm going to just keep it on a case by case basis on this one and just say from what I've seen of Redfall, that game looks very mid. It looks very unfinished, and the 30 FPS is unacceptable. That's where I stand on it, and everything I've seen about that game doesn't make me excited. 
So D- Dan's rants in our DMs about 30 FPS, I think, leads me to understand where he is on this topic. But I'll ask you anyway, Dan, for the audience here. And by the way, we crossed 350 live combined. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Keep sharing it out. Um, Dan, 30 FPS, Arcane, Redfall, launch. <laughs> Here's the thing. It, it's Quite less. Hot. It's more of what Hoax <laughs> said as opposed to the 30 versus 60 thing. We can have that debate. And like Travis says, this really doesn't make or break a game. All right? And it's really... I would argue not just Microsoft. I think the entire industry is now, even with or without live service, is starting to release games in unfinished states. And we're okay with it. And we've been accepting of it for two years, maybe three years, maybe longer. You know, it's just, you know, it, I understand live service. You look at something like Sea of Thieves and how it's grown, and it's grown into something amazing. Um, oh. Then... You know, I mean, it is. I mean, it, what compared to what it was, <laughs> yes, let me just yes. put it that way. You know, so yes. where it started out, and I think it's more of a, you know, we accept, you know, that these games are going to be like this now. Like this is a, the new norm. You know, it never was like this before because it couldn't have been because we didn't have the access to update our games. We got what we got, and that was it. You know, and and I I don't like thirty FPS only because you know when, once you're given that, you know, that treat. You know, when we we come back to the same thing right here, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, we played it on the one X. Um, the Series X came out, we we updated it. <clears throat> and next thing you know, you're like, oh, man, this is amazing. You know, this is this is this is so much better. Like it was that much of a difference noticeably. And, you know, so I was excited. I was really excited going into this new gen. Now, you know, from everything that I'm seeing, I think this is going to be more or less the case uh, going forward is that we need to start either expecting the 30 frames, you know, because of whatever it is that they're trying to do. Uh, and thank you for to Travis for kind of explaining to me how GPU, CPUs and stuff like that work in our DMs, because I, I, I didn't know any of this stuff. You know, it sounds like a hardware limitation to me. Uh, unfortunately, you know, when you, like I said, think last week when you see on the box it says you know 8k 120 frames per second mm-hmm. you know, this is what it is when you have your marketing vp come out and say this is the new standard 60 fps um that's what you kind of expect and unfortunately i don't think that's what we're gonna get and it's really kind of a bummer and i i, I don't feel like i should have to come out and spend another 550 dollars or whatever it is to upgrade to the next mid-gen refresh so i can get maybe that 60 frames until the developers hit that that next bottleneck right so then yeah. you get a, you know it's just going to continue to happen over and over and over again and it, it's it sucks <laughs> it's more of just like god man i was there you know you guys had this redfall like travis said it's kind of looked kind of mid to me the whole time but this is a 100 for sure thing i'm going to wait until it, the patch releases and credit to them for something they they're at least said that they're going to you know release that patch later on but it doesn't bode well going forward. And then, what was it? Suicide Squad got delayed. I know we'll talk about that later. But, you know, maybe oh, yeah. this is part of it. You know, it's like, oh, hey, look at the reaction Redfall got. You know, and, and there, there are bigger issues, too. You know, oh, I, I have not. Sorry. I have not, no, you're fine. I, I haven't been, like, really, <laughs> you know, impressed with what Microsoft has done from a management, you know, managing these games and, and their releases standpoint. And people can hate me for that, but it's been happening for a long time, and I've been calling them out for a long time. But we're we always, have talked about it many times, right? Yeah, it's this isn't like the last three years. This is 
eight, ten years. This is stuff that's you know been happening for a long time, and we just we find these like little caveats to what they've been doing. Like, oh hey, but they've got fours of five. Great. Oh hey, look, look, they had a great year because they released Flight Simulator. Yeah, okay, I, I'm I'm still on that one. I think it's a great game and stuff. I think it's a crazy piece of tech, but not many people yeah, play it. This isn't your game. But yeah. yeah, right. It's not really like something that you go, oh, I'm going to have this, you know, in my, you know, at the front of my portfolio to, you know, show how many games we put out. And, it, you know, it, it's it's just frustrating, you know, and I know well, it's, it's been it's surprising. Me. It's just as it just drives me crazy. Crazy. I mean, generally speaking, and I saw Travis's DMs on this, right, that you can you can move graphics around to, to, to hit whatever you're aimed at vis-a-vis your frame rate. I mean, that's what we see developers making a choice of. So 60 and 30 as a standard is really what the market will bear because you can always jack up the graphics and knock it down to whatever you think that you can sell into that marketplace. But Redfall has never looked like that kind of game. And when I say it's unfinished, it looks to me like they were aimed at 60 for the whole time. It looks like a 60 kind of game for a modern console architecture. And then to miss it and say 60 is coming later has all the feelings of, well, we didn't quite get it to the feature set that we wanted to have it at when we released this game. But for whatever reason, that release date is sacrosanct. And I don't know whether it's the E3 promises or, or E3 time promises from Xbox last year to release mm-hmm. these games within 12 months or whether it's something else. But it feels like it's not just landing a hot plane. It's not landing it at all. It's just kind of throwing the game out the window of the plane without touching down. And that don't I don't think looks good. And people compare it to, well, you're okay with Zelda because I'm very excited about Zelda and Zelda be whatever, 18 frames a second. 24 frames a second, yeah. Well, if we're lucky, 24, right? I mean, it's the Switch. <laughs> but there's never any indication that they were aimed at anything else. And if they can deliver some kind of smoothness to that experience, more so than even Breath of the Wild, I think that would be a win for them. So it's all kind of what you're expecting from the game. Zelda also isn't a first-person shooter, so it doesn't have quite that same Twitch sensitivity as a first-person shooter like Redfall. And I really don't think it's fair to compare those things. And when I say it feels unfinished, it's not because it's solely 30 frames. There's a ton of games I like that are at 30 frames that work well. I like Callisto Protocol better at 30 than their 60, for instance. But different games are going to work differently at that at that level. When you say, oh, well, we've got 60 coming out shortly after launch, it means we didn't land that plane. <laughs> yeah. Agree. Yeah. So first of all, very glad to hear everyone agree that 60 fps isn't a requirement for the game to be good but i will say this for redfall it kind of seems like it is for this game right you got to take it on a case-by-case basis and that this game does not look like something that's pushing the cpu to the max and you know i i i I view this as this is an optimization problem i think hoga is right on the money everything about the game design tells me this is a 60 fps fast-paced shooter it's made by a team that's known for that right and and uh i think they maybe they've given them benefit of the doubt say they maybe they finished the game and they hand it over to whoever's supposed to optimize it and they just couldn't get it in time and so now they're you know getting pushed back a sprint or two i hope that that's what it is but just everything I've seen from this game makes me less excited about it. The, the concept is great. Co-op, fighting vampires. I'm, I was sold when they announced, you know, with that CGI trailer. And then every time they've shown it to me since, I've been like, that shooting looks sloppy. And, and you know, that that loot doesn't look uh, super uh, fun. That And, and I, I the, some of the characters don't interest me. And now I'm at the point where it's like, okay, and then it's coming in hot at 30 FPS. 
what are they doing? I, I, I can't answer the question for that one. And I'm worried about it. I'm, I'm glad I'm not reviewing this game because uh, it, it sounds like it'll be frustrating for whoever does. But um, um, I, I think, um, you know, you can view it on a case by case basis. As, as Hogue pointed out, Zelda is held to one standard because that frame rate and those specs work for that device and for that game franchise. But if you're doing a shooter, I think the need to be 60 FPS or at least a higher FPS uh, for your platform is much higher. And um, I don't, I don't know that Redfall has any excuse for not being 60 FPS. Um, Dan and I were talking about, you know, GPU versus CPU and how CPU is always the bottleneck for the sort of thing, but um, they could, I assume uh, Redfall runs in 4k. They could have very easily made a 1080p version. It's purely optimization. Yeah, it's purely optimization. There's just a lot of, a lot of misses here. Um, obviously, you buy a console for five hundred dollars. CPU is going to be the bottleneck. You know, I I put a CPU into <laughs> my new gaming PC that's like fifteen hundred dollars, right, or however much that thing costs. And so it's extremely expensive if you want to make any game run at sixty FPS or higher. But um, that's that's not what's happening here, in my estimation. I think it's purely an optimization problem, and they should feel bad about it. <laughs> so i uh yeah I, I generally agree i think you guys know i'm i'm a huge arcane stan uh i've been Me looking too. forward to redfall arcane. since its announcement i've done a preview video on it i am reviewing it uh for the site uh obviously now i plan to play it on both pc and uh series x and by the way they announced this week that on the pc it's going to have de nuvo uh uh drm as well which people weren't happy about that on the pc side but um yeah, I, I, despite all that, right, being a stan, and, and I, I also agree with Travis, and I think all of you, that, you know, 60 FPS is not a good game make, right? It doesn't mean that it's going to be a bad game because it's 30 FPS, not in any sense. But I agree with everything you guys said, and I, I think this is purely, as Travis said, well, and you put it in kind of agile development or game development terms, talking about sprints, right, which is um, they're probably just a couple sprints behind. Um, you know, and coming in hot and 60 FPS will be there shortly, hopefully, fingers crossed, shortly after launch. But uh, for whatever reason, going back to what Dan and Hogue touched on, I agree with as well. And we, I actually ranted about this a little bit on Cast Co-op last week. I, it, I, I feel the need to preface this because some people take comments the wrong way. And I think if you watch us here at Season Gaming and, and Big Cash, you know better, right? I'm, a, I'm an Xbox stan. I love Xbox, right? They, they're what everything halo forza gears my favorite franchise is like i love xbox but i think they we need to be critical of their management of their delivery here we've talked about that on the side and they continue for whatever reason we don't know the reasons we don't know what goes on behind the scenes but they continue in cases here and there to just mismanage expectations and under deliver against those expectations um, in, in various ways. It can be game release dates, it can be game delivery, it can be show delivery, and I don't know what's causing that um, because there's a massive number of great people that work at Xbox. I know a lot of them, and they're fantastic people, and there's just there's a disconnect somewhere. And, I mean, I just I don't understand it. This is first party. This is a huge Bethesda game that they showed two years ago. Um, it's the big first big release of the year from a first party perspective for Xbox and Bethesda. You think they would have this nailed up. And let's not forget, this is a game that's been delayed a year already. This game was supposed to launch last year in the summer. 
Um, so, I mean, we're talking again. I just don't understand it. I don't understand where the ball's being dropped. And I don't think I'm not in the camp of delay it personally, but at the same time, I don't think, I think they should be receiving criticism for this game, not having 60 FPS at launch. It just doesn't make sense. So you think it's uh, June, the June is so lethal looking that they just can't move it anywhere closer to it. Possibly. I honestly don't know. I don't know if it's a, uh, a uh, a budgetary expectation for the fiscal quarter, right? For the second quarter of the year. year, as you said. Yeah. yeah. And, well, actually, for Microsoft, year. it's the end, right? That's their yeah, end yeah. quarter, it's the second quarter. So, um, I, I don't know that. what it, it is. It could also just be that Bethesda doesn't really like to delay games at this point. It might be a Bethesda decision because I know Microsoft tends to take a pretty light hand with like studios. Yeah, but that's just their own publishing arm. Yeah. 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 So I, I think it might be them. I'm not sure. But I just like. We talk about, sorry, Dan, let me no, make one more point here. We talk about, um, with Bethesda now, right? And we've talked about, obviously, the ABK acquisition at length. Um, but you're talking about um, a, a first-party kind of umbrella, right, portfolio, where they've also grown within these studios substantially. We've talked extensively, right? Playground, In Exile, Compulsion, uh, rare all these studios have been hiring and hiring up and you're talking about thousands upon thousands of developers and some of the most talented developers in the world right you know redfall is your first big game of the year right where is the organization to pull development needs to make sure that game hits as it needs to hit when it releases on may 2nd you would think for typically these are the types of challenges you see out of smaller development houses right where it's like crap we 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 have to prioritize uh just getting the game launched and we'll have to do 60 fps later you're talking about a first party um house if you will full to the brim of some of the most talented devs in the world where is the prioritization and the shift of resources to make sure this hits what it needs at launch and i just don't understand there's mismanagement there somewhere um and could you imagine like i'm i'm trying to think and i don't want it this is not an xbox first playstation thing I, that's not what i want to make it but could you imagine if they came out last year and playstation said god of war ragnarok is launching it's only going to be 30 fps we'll launch 60 fps later um and i know like horizon even right it it had that addition they did post-launch forbidden yeah, West, they just didn't it, tell us that they fixed it after launch i mean horizon is <laughs> a good example because their 60 fps was broken I mean, yeah, like, exactly. Garbage yeah. First person, uh, yeah. So it, it's a it's a similar thing, right? It's like it's where the priority is. So in Gorilla's case, another massive first party, right? They prioritized having the quality and the performance mode. It just wasn't fully baked, right? right? So it's like if if Redfall launches and it's a stable, consistent. 4k 30 fps and for whatever reason it's smooth to play maybe that's what they're prioritizing and maybe that'll be okay on console side we'll see um but i i, I just from a first party development side i just don't understand why you can't prioritize uh to get core features because i think we all agree i think most people agree i've seen this week that 60 fps like you guys said for this type of game for what's been shown to date for what it is should have been a priority for this game at launch every indication is that's what they were aimed at right all the footage was 60 frames per second it looks i mean i, I hate to like be as subjective as this but it looks like the the project budget was 60 frames per second in terms of what's actually putting being put out on the screen so yeah I agree. It, just, it just feels bad man yeah 
Yeah, exactly. It just feels bad. Like, and and like I said, I'm standing for this game. I'm super excited for Redfall. I like, be excited about Redfall. Yeah, yeah and I, I'm okay. Oh, I'm not either. Shut, shut up, Travis. Yeah. I like Arcane yeah. a lot. I mean, I all, all their other games are great, but this is not from moment Everything one. Everything unfortunately is their like, most recent game. Everything, Death but Loop's oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that you hate Deathloop. I love Deathloop. Death Loop's, man. Great oh, game. I, I think Deathloop is pretty close to garbage. Sorry, folks. Wow. <laughs> wow. The Hogue wow. review scale, by the way, the Hogue review scale is amazing <laughs> and garbage. Those are the yeah. two options. This is not true. It's true. <laughs> you have no middle ground. You have no. I don't know. I think ground. that's more Dan. I think Dan is amazing or yeah, garbage. Oh, Dan, yeah. Dan's like that too. But Hogue is yeah. Deathloop is garbage, primarily sitting in the bright light of break. I love Deathloop, man. Great I mean, this company made Prey and Moon Crash, and then made Deathloop. That's just a that is just a Death bender. Loop's, you don't Deathloop's a good. You game. don't want that sequence, in my opinion. <laughs> to be fair, not many games since Prey and Moon Crash have topped Prey and no. Moon Crash. So no, those were excellent. Uh, but that was that yeah. company, and then you you come out with Deathloop, and I'm disappointed. See, this is how you know Hogue doesn't actually play bad games because he thinks <laughs> Deathloop is garbage. If you had to review the games, to I had to review. You would know it's nowhere near garbage. <laughs> Go play Nerf Legends and then tell me that that Deathloop is close to garbage. Travis, I will tell admit me. my scale is limited to things that I might actually buy. There you go. There you go. You <laughs> ignorant <laughs> slut. <laughs> I'm glad you're out there doing the work for us, Travis, but I was never buying Nerf Legends. No. Yeah. Well, your, your, your kids might have been tricked into wanting it if it weren't for me. All right, there you go. That actually was an important review for that reason. You're not exactly. joking. Exactly. That's why yeah. we reviewed it because we were yeah. like, dude, there's going to be so many moms that buy this for the kids. And guess what? The top comment on my review was I either I almost bought this for my kid, thanks, or I did buy this for my kid and they hate me. I, mean, I ruined Christmas. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. My kid has comments. moved out. We can't find them after buying Nerf Legends. Call of Duty at home holds up Nerf Legends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, if they're trying to compete with Call of Duty. That's sad. I like Kelly yeah, C. My, my reviews are garbage, amazing, immortality. There you yeah, go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we do have a poll up, by the way, on the season gaming side. Uh, is 30 FPS a deal breaker for Redfall, and should it be delayed? Uh, only 59 votes right now, but 71% saying delay it. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'm in the delay it camp, guys, honestly. But well, um, how can you now? At this point, here's, well, here's this the point. biggest. They're after yeah. they put the note out, they aren't delaying no. it. They're, yeah. they're already taking the PR hit. Yeah. I mean, here, yeah. Here, here's the thing. We, we, we have to stop, like, normalizing like this kind of thing like this is you know it is what it is i'm not a developer i don't know how hard it is i'm assuming it's pretty damn difficult with that being said you know <laughs> if we remote. continue to accept it and then at the same time make excuses i've seen some stuff and it's it, like like listen i understand that this development team has never made a game in 30 or 60 fps before they've also had not had this kind of power to you know most powerful console in the world so stop I, I just stop with the excuses. All right. This is crap. This is garbage. You know, I'm, I'm thank you. I mean, it's to, pretty to, close. Well, to let me garbage. say this pretty in a vacuum. If I didn't believe in this pattern that I'm seeing from Xbox in a vacuum, I would absolutely say don't delay it. If it's good enough for a chunk of the market and the rest of the market can hop on later, release what you've got if it's a functional yeah, product. 100%. But to me, I'm looking at a, a situation where I'm saying I don't think they're delivering functional products on launch day. And I don't think you want to have that pattern of behavior for people you're otherwise asking to spend money on those products. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I think maybe maybe this reason they went forward with this is that they feel very good about the game other than the optimization and frame rate, and they think you know 30 FPS we've got ourselves a damn good game and we can get 60 FPS. The reason I'm on team delay is because I don't believe that. I just everything I've seen <laughs> makes me think that there that, that, that the optimization is a sign of other things that are half baked. That's what I'm worried about. Right. Um, I don't know if that's an Xbox issue. I'm, I'm not willing to draw that parallel because I, I do think Xbox has produced good good games, but I I I just don't believe in this one. I and that you know that's that's just where I'm at based on the scene. I'm, I'm going to play it, but I just don't believe yeah, it. Yeah, I hope I hope you're wrong. Um, but yeah, I mean that is sad because Travis I hope is, I'm wrong. Travis, yeah. Travis is the optimistic voice in my head usually of like, <laughs> no, this model that's is okay. True. This game's gonna be okay. We're gonna get to Final Fantasy 16, and he's gonna be like. No, you old curmudgeon. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, that's, that's what we're going to ha- talk about today. But yeah. if, if yeah. Travis is like, I don't know, guys, this one doesn't feel like it came together so well. That makes me sad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I play a lot of looter shooters, so this should be up my alley. And it's I just I, when I see it, I just go, I don't I don't want to play this. That's yeah, not, that's not. I don't I think know. it's we'll more see. of a systemic issue. And, and I read an article, I think it was by Jez from Windows Central. And he kind of alluded to the fact, he's like, you know, instead of trying to compete, right, and and getting to this point, this is, like I said, this is a bigger issue, and I think most of us can agree with that. It's, it's, they they, they tried to change the game with Game Pass, right? Like, you, you put this value proposition up there, and everybody's jumping on it, and it's great, right? But then you kind of, you know, maybe they're hoping that, oh, maybe we can look past you know, this kind of thing mm-hmm. when we shouldn't, we should expect both of those things. We should expect, you know, when I, when game pass came out, I was on board. I was three years deep stacking stuff, right? Maybe four. It was ridiculous. And, mm-hmm. and I would have been waiting and waiting and waiting for those big, big first party games, because that's what we were kind of, that, that was the, the carrot that they held out in front of you. And we kind of got, you know, some some Brussels sprouts every once in a while. And it's like, here you go. And it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, if you cook it right, maybe it's all right. You know, but you get stuff like Pantomid or Hi-Fi Rush and stuff like that. And they're not bad games. You know, they're they're very well regarded. Uh, Psychonauts 2 or, or Grounded, you know, to that point, you know, it, mm-hmm. they, they've done Grounded, well, which, right? Totally. And there's nothing wrong with them. You're allowed to be enthusiastic about Grounded, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's a good game. I almost right. broke bargain. Never mind. But where oh, okay. is, you know, where, where is my, my big, my big one, you know, that, that big, that big game that you're, you know, that you're waiting for. The big to ribeye that you've been waiting on. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I'm tired of these little, you know, medallions. I don't need them. That's what Star is. So that, that's funny because that's, that's what, what Starfield is supposed to be. Right. right. Or Redfall too. To that point, it's supposed to be. Red, Redfall was supposed to be your, you know, your your really hearty appetizer, right? To get you ready yeah, for Starfield. I was, I was, you know, excited for that, and then and, and not in Starfield. I don't even want to think about it right now because I'm, there's no chance that thing is running, you know, at 31 FPS, let alone 60. <laughs> that thing's gonna yeah. be a solid 30, and then great for them. That's awesome. It's not sure, Dan. Um, It'll run at 60 through player made mods. Yes, uh, that probably won't be available on my Xbox, but maybe. No, no, they will. There's mods on there, but I'm not sure that we're going to get, yeah, I'm not sure we're going to get a quality one right off the bat. You know, (laughs) it is what it is. You know, I mean, I'll just play what I play. I don't really, See, I'm excited about seeing the spinning heads on NPCs in Starfield. I think that's going to be a wonderful time for the internet. (laughs) I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we're going to get what we get. 
and 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 we're either gonna just be like all right whatever i mean that's this is like the new normal i guess so it's it's fine i i don't like it you know and i'm gonna choose to play what i play i'm probably not gonna be playing a whole bunch but when windfall when the 60 fps patch releases i'll play it no problem. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a lot of people in the chat saying that that they're going to wait for 60 yeah. FPS. So and everybody else can um, play it now. Go ahead. I don't care. It's not like it was a game. It's a game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see, Travis. That statement is what Dan was pushing back against, right? It's a Game Pass game, but yeah, that shouldn't oh, no, be no, a no. crutch. I'm saying, I'm saying it's a Game Pass game in terms of you can play it later, right? I'm not saying for right. quality. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Like, absolutely. You play it later. Yeah, it'll be on Game Pass. Like you just play it down the road, whatever. Yeah, whenever it gets the update you're looking for. Yeah, and by the way, I uh, want to shout out Pencil Karate, who, uh, yes, anyone, this is for anyone, not just Dan, obviously, but if you haven't checked out Double Fine's documentary, Psych Odyssey, about the development of Psychonauts 2 and what they go through to get that game out the door, and in my opinion, one of the greatest platformers ever developed by its end state, um, it is a fantastic documentary. I'm watching, I'm all, still, I'm still watching all. But, I'm done yeah. with it. All you need is 32 hours of your time to That's finish so much. that documentary. It it's is extremely long, but I watched I, wa yeah. I watched it when I listened to it when I was jogging, and it is a very, very, very cool documentary, and and made me very. Uh, I will check it out. I think, again about I think that. I mentioned it in this space, but I'm still kind of slightly traumatized by watching the Double Fine Broken Age documentary. It. You did. <laughs> yes. It was a different age. I, it was a different I, age, and let's just say he's a. Uh, that studio has evolved a lot, but they do answer your question of what would a Double Fine game look like if it were managed by a, a game manager and not a creative. And the answer may surprise you. There's my <laughs> tantalizing uh, ad for that documentary. Come at 11. Yeah. I was a uh, original backer of Broken Age before when it was called Double Fine Adventure. Remember yep. that? DFA. Yeah. I have a T-shirt for it. I'll wear it next week if I can find it. Um, Good game, by the way. Yeah, I like Broken Age a lot. Yeah, yeah, cool oh. game. All right. Um, well, let's talk Zelda real quick. So we got the final, what Nintendo is calling the final pre-launch trailer for Breath of the Wild. Three minutes, uh, trailer long trailer. Is, as the kids say, fire. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, we all know my distaste for I Breath of the Wild. Uh, I think we've talked about that at nauseum. I will. But. Go ahead. You saw the trailer, right? It sure yes, seems like course. there's dungeons. I yeah. will, yeah. I will say this, Ains. I went yeah. from not really looking forward to this game at all and seeing that trailer uh -huh. and going, okay. Because everything they had shown so up until I. this most recent trailer looked like just more Breath of the Wild. And this was yes. the first time they put something out where I was like, that is cool. That is new. All right, I'm hyped. And so do you feel the same way, Ains? Are you, do you believe? <laughs> So yeah, I believe. Look, uh, good, good shout out to uh, our good friend Miles, um, uh, who does uh, video content for IGN now, Windows Central. He's been on the show That's with us. Right. Uh, how Welcome, you doing, brother? brother? Welcome, brother. Like <laughs> he cult. says, "Here comes the Ainzel to take." Yeah, I know. Uh, I will say, I watch this trailer. Watch this trailer. Watch it twice, actually. And just a shout out that it, in like three days on just Nintendo of America, it got like six million views. It's a really good <laughs> uh, trailer. Yeah, it is a fantastic trailer. And I, too, Matt Travis, Mister. was not interested in this game even a little in the prior demonstration. I was like, oh, God, it's more Breath of the Wild. This trailer may have convinced me to buy it at launch. Maybe. Um, it looks like they finally... It, <clears throat> excuse me. It looks like I'm getting choked up trying to say nice things about Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It looks like... Um, it's just that hard for him, folks. 
<laughs> it looks like they uh, solved, at least from a trailer, it's just a trailer, but it looks like they solved a lot of my complaints with Breath of the Wild, which was um, the world was generally rather bland. Uh, it looks like it has a lot more variety in terms of uh, scenarios, uh, areas. It definitely looks like dungeons and some sort of kind of different combat scenarios. Uh, I was very excited uh, seeing this and seeing that. It also looks to have a more of a proper story uh, with some more not, character development. We'll see. I, I mean, I think that that trailer highlights their story, but I would not be, I would not be thinking that it's going to have a lot more than Breath of the Wild. I mean, I think no, you can, no, you, can you pull know, I don't those clips from Breath of the Wild and kind of make a trailer that looks the same. And fair. we all know Breath of the Wild is wild is very light. Yes, uh, it's light in many areas. Um, but <laughs> I will but, vouch uh, for Breath of the Wild. I feel like I'm taking a massive stand here on the season gaming bitcast. But yes, I think Breath of the Wild is an excellent game. Yeah, I'm with yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, I'm in the minority on this one. Like Hogue, maybe Why with this Final Fantasy sixteen take. We do. We do. So, but anyway. What do you guys think of this trailer? Did it hype you up? Yeah, I mean, I'm almost gonna. I'm, I'm I'm at the the point now where I literally haven't. The last game I played on the Switch was Fire Emblem Three Houses. Okay. And what? Been that, yeah, I play my Switch all the time. So never played. My Switch hasn't been though. turned on since last spring. Maybe okay. I'm playing Mega Man Battle Network on Switch. Metroid. Right? Just, Metroid oh, no. Dread. Nope. Metroid so I haven't played Attorney. You played Ace Attorney. Sammy I played Ace Attorney, and I played. Uh, uh, some of Mario, uh, when Bowser, you know, the 3D World update came out. But the the only game I've actually put some real time into recently is um, Metroid Dread. Anyway. Switch is the Hogue House Stardew Valley machine. So, yeah, we played right <laughs> a lot. Uh, but, yeah, I, I will say this. I actually jumped on the Tears of the Kingdom hype train during the play test or the, the, the gameplay session. Gameplay presentation. A couple yep. weeks ago when yep. they showed Fuse and Revert and things like that. So this trailer was just kind of the... The icing on the cupcake there because I thought yeah. this trailer knocked it out of the park. It's a great yeah. trailer. Yeah. Yep. Got it a lot of good amazing. games. Uh, you know, Redfall notwithstanding, we've got the Stop it. Jedi yeah. Survivor. We got the Correct. Minecraft. We got. The, I'm also looking forward to Jedi. Yeah. That Jedi too. Be good. Oh, am I reviewing Jedi looks, that? Jedi looks great. It really does. Am I reviewing it? Yeah, Jedi seems to be good. Good increases Jedi? Jedi survivor. I might be reviewing. No, are you? If you you know by now it comes out in less than two weeks. No, I I'd know. I'd know right about now. Boy. I'd yeah. know tomorrow is what I yeah. would know. Oh, okay. I think he knows. I might. I might. I, I don't. I don't know now. I swear mm -hmm. to you, I don't. I just know that the person who did IGN first isn't reviewing it, which means I have a shot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was Mitch Saltzman, by the way. Hogue. Hogue IGN, save yourself. Don't let Travis review Star Wars products. You no. should let me review all He's of them. Two in the call. I know the most. I know yeah. the most. That's not true. I've been the one calling Mando mid since day one. I, yeah, I can call out bad Star Wars. Call Mando mid. We did have a Star Wars uh, uh, conversation last week, Hogue. You missed it. But yeah, it was good. Gonna, it was I'm, 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 I'm actually thinking of buying the OLED version for one game. That's how much this trailer. Because before, I was just like, yeah. But didn't you say you don't play on handheld? I don't. No. I'm going on vacation. I'm going on vacation here shortly. I actually reserved that Tears of the Kingdom switch when the gameplay demonstration happened because I was like, yep. I was, I'm right there. Like, gosh, should I do it? You know, don't we have like 10 of them in stock from when we bought them when we were trying to take them <laughs> off the market <laughs> when they released the OLED? Yeah, oh, that, that's, a, that's an old deep yeah. cut so big cash joke them. right there. Shout out to Chet. 
if you're watching a good old which purchase yet so you know but there um, was a there was a guy who really disliked some of dan's takes a couple years back and would come on all the time and say we were we were paid off and we were we were we were the ones who were buying all the season gaming was buying no, all the I consoles and scalp them, scalping them and it yeah. was a mess. With the increased oh, if we're gonna buy all these OLEDs, I'm gonna buy like ten of them and then we're gonna resell them and fund the website with them. Is what I said. And he put it on Twitter and like he's like, This he is what we're serious. Doing. I was like, What are you talking about? That was nuts. Was <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I've wanted to switch for a couple of years, and I was really holding out for Nintendo to give me any more power at all. Yeah, but I really yep. like the custom look of that Tears of the Kingdom Switch. Me too. So, I'm yeah. thinking about Good. it, man. It's great. About it. Speaking of, uh, of of scandals like that, uh, Dan, that were kind of mm-hmm. self-generated, remember on, on um, a couple episodes ago, I said Travis did nothing wrong on this show? Was that the show that that happened on? I, I can't. Maybe maybe it was uh, the last word. That last word. Podcast. But yeah. I said something like Travis hashtag Travis did nothing wrong as a joke, and then I pointed out the fact that if you have a hashtag that is blank did nothing wrong, people will automatically assume you did something really wrong, <laughs> and so now people tweet at me hashtag Travis did nothing wrong for no reason. They'll just be like hashtag Travis did nothing wrong, and then I'm like, no, don't do that. Now people are gonna think I did something because that's kind of implies you that, that you're a genocidal maniac or something. Exactly. Like that. Yeah, if yeah. somebody if you have that hashtag associated with your name, you did something real wrong, and enough for pe- certain people on the internet to think you didn't. So please stop that <laughs> about me. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Uncivil Law in the house. Good to see you. Hey, Kurt. Thank you. All right. So wow, a bit cast with all four guys present for the whole show where we agree there is Zelda hype. Yeah. Wow. I don't think that's ever happened. It might not have. And we didn't have a 30 FPS debate. We all agreed. No, that game should be way too much agreement. <laughs> what? Let, yeah. let me look at the topics because we got to start arguing about something I was here. Say, I know. Well, I'm, we got, I'm, we I'm got a little one. brain compromised. Is this normal? <laughs> yeah, this is Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, we, we have, have. We have. Let's do it. Let's go. We, okay. Let's okay. Start. Hold on. Hold on. This Before we it. do that, I have got to go, guys. I okay. Oh, that's right. Dan's got to yeah, leave early today. Got to leave. Got to watch the baseball. Got to go watch the baseball. I got to drive up there first. Which sucks. Well, they're not going to just so, play it at your house. No, I would hope <laughs> they would. You understand? Get me into that into that complex. You know, shout out to the Chiefs and the Royals for having their stupid stadiums literally right next to each other, sharing the same parking lot. It's, it's a mess. Worse. Is that it's real? Worse. Yes, it's a yeah. mess. It's That's so crazy. Old. There and there's nothing the around it. Lot? There's a Denny's and a Taco Bell. No. In like okay. one hotel. You should drive around Detroit when there's a Wings and Tigers game at the same Absolutely time. Absolutely not. I've Brad. No. God damn I've driven, it. I've driven Sorry. around Detroit uh, in a regular, like normal, you know, time, and I did not like it. So it's not fun. <laughs> so, but I Dan, thank you, guys. sir. Yeah, Have a good I will day. Be back next week and uh, enjoy the Final Fantasy 16 talk. me with the future is action. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, take it easy. Bye. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Can we do this? Hold on. We're going to do this. Yes. Ah, beautiful. Hogue's going to be Dan. Hogue. Yeah, there you go. Can, we, can <laughs> you throw Dan into that photo or no? Can we have. Not in real time. No, no. We're going to have to go to the old school, uh, just generic background here. Um, but anyway, uh, let's catch up on Super Chats and then we will uh, we will talk Final Fantasy 16 so we can have a little Hogue rant maybe. Can I, um, can I like vouch? Can I advocate for us using the, the gold frame border 
like now that way when people tune in if they don't know the show they'll be like wow one of these guys is like really full of himself like he has to have like a photo of him on the border <laughs> of the you know they'll just be like what an egotist and he's in a gold frame like that's so weird i, just, I want i want that to happen at least once yeah I'm definitely yeah, well, not in charge here but yeah <laughs> i think you still have the controls though yeah. you do you have that and move stuff around yes you can ban yeah. me oh whoa, nice. whoa, whoa. hey guys welcome to season <laughs> oh okay. yeah yeah we don't we don't need travis having any more power than he thinks he already has so yeah let's slow yeah. that down i don't think i have any right. power i don't think the power actually is an illusion really <laughs> uh tal with the ten dollar super chat Xbox is getting to the point that their first party game besides Gears and Forza, I will wait one to two years when they have everything they promised. Luckily, I have a backlog, but it does suck. So I I don't know, guys. I, nah, I think I'm start. You don't think that's true? Okay, I was going to say I'm starting I, I, I to rush. see this opinion be more prevalent. Hi-Fi Rush happened last month. Like, how much goodwill do they lose every minute? You know, Redfall's a miss, but like, I, I just do it game by game. There's no reason to pick on a developer or publisher and be like, oh, all their games are bad. It's just demonstrably not true. Hi-Fi Rush was February because that was the first game I played when I got back home. Yeah. So two, what, two months? Two months, it yeah. basically just came out. Yeah. I, I, I feel like they lose goodwill immediately, which that's fair. I mean, the consumer is going to react to re decisions like this, and this is a bad decision. There's no two ways about it. I think it, it's but... more of a symptom of what we discussed, right? I think they've had too many instances where expectations haven't been managed properly or met and i think that has detracted from people's opinion of what's going to come i agree with you it should be a case-by-case -case basis but i think that the that's what drives the sentiment i mean i think you're going to pay pr penalties for halo missing launch i mean like that was your keystone yeah i think i think they're they're uh yeah <laughs> they're they're always going to pay, and people love to hate the big publishers, and I get that. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm not there, trying but, to uh, hate Microsoft. I've said in this space and other spaces, look, we should all be rooting for them to succeed as they collect all these assets because they're going to have all those assets. We don't want them to fail in using them. I want Microsoft to succeed, but I'm 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 not seeing it right this second. Yeah, I, I, I genuinely, like I said, I think there are issues with management and the prioritization pipeline, and. That's not just throwing big words in order, but I, I genuinely think that's what it is. And I think they need to get that in order and in shape, especially before ABK is finalized, because you're bringing on 10,000 more people. And uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Ash in the chat says, uh, hey, guys, just got here and I can't believe the news. Hashtag Travis did nothing wrong. <laughs> no no yeah i saw mr Badbit tweeted at me travis did nothing wrong like, as soon as I said we'll get that, that like, trending no, please let's get please it stop. trending um thank you tal appreciate you uh rain man uh, yyc with the 11 dollars canadian super chat i buy robot systems for manufacturing one thing i've learned is that it, if it's at all possible you give the vendor the time to deliver a finished product you'll pay bigly for forcing delivery <laughs> big league. Big league. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's time, true. quality, I, and price, right? But but people talk about this all the time. Anytime Xbox delays a game, they go, "Oh, Xbox doesn't know how to manage their studios. They keep delaying stuff. They haven't had any games come out this year." And then anytime they force a game out, they go, "Wow, you forced that game out." I would prefer neither. See, I don't think, first of all, that that's yeah. fair because those are not necessarily the same groups of people. But I'm not sitting here saying that I want either. I don't want you to have to get into a situation where you've used all your marketing muscle on a game 
that isn't going to deliver the product that you want to deliver it. I want you to have it so that your pipeline in the months behind the scenes where I don't get to see how it's all working is being properly run so that you get to a place where you've got a game ready to release when you said it was going to be ready to release. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah. I think there's something going on there and I, I don't think it's a uh, either or you can certainly have a game that comes out at the right time and be good. There's lots of publishers and developers that do that. But um, if you have to make the choice, I, I think that I think the developer slash publisher probably knows better than us. If they really think that Redfall is good in every way except for it doesn't hit 60 FPS, then yeah, I probably agree with their decision. But I just don't get that impression but in this you case. Don't think, you don't think business model or, or publisher or PR enters into this equation at all? Because I, I think there's at least some pressure from Microsoft on this. I think they do, and I, but, I think, but I think there has to be because creative types will spin a game forever if you don't have somebody on the business end kind of, you know, uh, pointing a shotgun at their back at some point. Um, and I, I think that's a healthy part of game development is there has to be a little bit of pressure from corporate to get the game out because it's a business at the end of the day. And also, if you tell creatives you have a limited timeline, they will take you up on that offer. They will make the game forever. That is like how a lot of them work. So you can always um, add stuff, I, sure. Yeah, yeah, you can always add stuff. You can all it could always be a little bit better. And I think uh, I, I think it's good. It's healthy to have uh, a PR person in the room or a marketing person in the room going, guys, we we can't put in every feature. You can't put in every level. And maybe that's because I watched the uh, Psychonauts 2 documentary to conclusion where a lot of that happens Whether you know, it's <laughs> a, a lot of creative people saying, but but I don't want to I don't want to cut anything ever. And that that's a. Uh, not really. You got to be willing to kill your babies, as my brother says. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's prioritization. Prioritization is one of the biggest elements of game development from everything we know about it. Um, so, yep. Right, man. Thank you for the super chat. Hargeet's back with a $5 super chat. Given the Redfall situation, do you think Starfield will launch with 60 FPS? No. No. Will any first party actually push the Xbox hardware, mesh shaders, uh, SFS, etc.? So, we have a couple of videos actually up on the season gaming channel side uh, for the record series where we talk about specific uh, hardware features and tech features like mesh shaders and, um, you know, super resolution and those types of things. So um, you're seeing that here and there. And we keep hearing that the, uh, you know, the XDK, the Xbox development kit is being updated to support these features for development. But it's really about it's always down to the developers, right? Whether or not the developers have the time, the resources. Uh, to deliver on those things and put those things in. And sadly, especially with cross-platform development, um, if if it's a feature that is not on all platforms, it's usually underutilized. Um, but again, Redfall's first party in theory, Starfield's first party, Halo's first party. These things are what you would expect to see out of something like Redfall is optimization and being prioritized with the features that the hardware can support. And that goes back to what I already said. I'm not going to say it again around, you know, kind of first party internal prioritization of resources. So, and I, I don't wouldn't know. say that from Arcane necessarily. I don't think of them as graphical showpieces. I do think True. that they, that Microsoft is positioned like Ninja Theory to be that kind of star Fair. in the night sky. So I'm interested in seeing what happens with Hellblade. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah and I, I think um, Starfield is probably not the best example if you're looking for like, pushing the hardware uh, in the direction of GPU or CPU performance, because that's never really been Bethesda thing. I don't know if they have any games that come out 30 FPS at launch or uh, if, if I, 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 I just, yeah, sorry. It's 60. I, I don't know if, uh, <laughs> if that's their thing. The thing I would expect 
them to push is how much you can put in the game and how good all of that feels and you know the the world building yeah. and how how fun it is to be in that world and i think the scope is going to be the the thing that you know every developer has uh an ambition right or if they're doing it right they have an ambition like with the uh, um uh plague tale requiem the ambition was rats and <laughs> we love rats. out of the park the love rps rats. Yeah, the the RPS was their ambition. With uh, with Starfield, I think their ambition will be scope and uh, detail yes. and level of depth. And I yeah, think I expect with, to be uh, massively underwhelmed by the graphical styling. Yes. Starfield. And then I think and then I think games like Hellblade Two and Forza Eight, their ambition is technical performance and pushing the boundaries of the console. And if they don't do those things, people will be disappointed. But you know, that's why I always say one size does not fit all when people test me on the 60 FPS thing, because I say, look, it just depends. It, it's up to developers to make that decision. And some games are great without 60 FPS. Some games you look at them and you go, that really should be 60 FPS. Redfall is one of those for me. Uh, Forza 8 is one of those for me, right? If Forza 8 is run, it launched at 30 FPS, people would be rioting in the proverbial streets well, that reminds uh, me of that, when we were playing gotham knights together and uh, i'm like this doesn't this feels like it's aimed at 60 but i'm not yep. getting 60 yeah yep. exactly and that and they're was, not uh, even adding it like they're not adding it because that game is is so poorly optimized i don't even think it's in the realm of possibility yeah uh but, yeah. but that that was also advertised to 60 fps same situation and i can be hard on a game when they don't meet expectations or or provide an experience that's good it's just that um, you know, games like Starfield, I wouldn't want it to, I wouldn't want to force a game like Starfield to have 60 FPS because I know what they would have to cut to do that. Yeah, that's fair. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, thank you, Hargeet, uh, or Hargeet, if I'm pronouncing it improperly, I apologize. Uh, good old Gecko Gamer in the house with a six euro super chat. Which is better, Hogue? Resident Evil 6 or Deathloop? I don't want to play games anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like the opposite of a Sophie's Choice? You pick two of your enemies and one of them has to go to the camps? Is that... Resident Evil 6 is definitely better than Deathloop. No. Oh, Oof. my God. Oh. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. Deathloop, I did loud. not enjoy. That was way too loud. <laughs> I did not enjoy Deathloop. I'm sorry. Audio listeners, I'm so sorry for Travis. <laughs> Oh God! Oh God! Oh, I didn't miss you. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's fantastic. Uh, I would disagree with his take. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, but that's great, Gecko. Good question, my friend. Thank you as always. Uh, Jojo gave us a ten dollar super sticker on both channels. One on SG, one on Hope. Thank you very much, Jojo. Very generous of you. <laughs> uh stacy we're holding yours for a second we got tau back again five dollar super chat says xbox still has a big marketing problem not to mention fighting games jrpgs some indies come later or never they need to focus and attack actually it's kind of that's a, a very broad kind of question to pose to you guys but there there seems to be a sentiment like you look at square annex right with a uh, final fantasy uh remake right seven remake you look at 16 obviously now being exclusive you look at things like the pixel remasters uh now coming to switch and to playstation but not xbox um you look at a lot of these things where xbox gets skipped do you feel that's a continued lack of focus and lack of uh I think square enix xbox is a bad, failure 
I think Square Enix is a bad company to use to base your understanding. Sure, of sure, sure. But broader sense. <laughs> because like Square yeah. Enix put the Pixel remasters exclusive to phones and PC for a year. I mean, like yes, they, they just, did. They just do stuff, and so yeah, they're not they're not typically uh, putting it on all the consoles. And they they clearly, in my opinion, have some issue either with the way Xbox is run or the sales that they see in the Xbox platform. But I don't know that that's correctable by Microsoft in the short term. Because that's been a history that, of them working with Square Enix. It's not that long ago where Final Fantasy 13 was having trailers at E3 for Microsoft. And Microsoft was announcing Final Fantasy games on Game Pass. But it's Square true. Enix clearly is dissatisfied with some aspect of the relationship with Microsoft. And so is that a focus problem or is that a bridges burned problem? I don't know. But either way, Square Enix, they're mercurial actors that do what they will. And they will make big games and they will make tiny games. And I just don't know that you can say this is Microsoft's fault that they aren't getting along better with the crazy people at Square Enix. Yeah. Yeah, not just Square Enix, obviously. They're they're as you said, they're out there in terms of their decision making. But um, it seems like it, Microsoft it, has a pretty good relationship with Capcom, for instance, which is arguably yeah. more important than the one with Square Enix. Fair. Fair. I th- I think uh they Xbox has a portfolio problem for sure. I think everybody knows that because of, you know, their lack of presence in Japan and every JRPG you've ever wanted to play either is not on Xbox or comes to Xbox like three years after it's available to everywhere else. And I think with that the exception is, of Octopath Traveler to point out Square Enix just being mercurial. True. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And and also Square Enix has put like a lot of games on Game Pass, weirdly, um, in recent years. Uh, they put Guardians of the Galaxy, I think was on there uh octopath traveler one was on there but octopath traveler one also came to xbox Lite. it came to xbox well, Lite and two didn't Lite. come and two only went to playstation i'm just saying that they're, they're not a company that you can base <laughs> broad statements yeah. on yeah fair fair tal thank yeah. you as always for the support man uh random name back again 499 super chest says i'm going to judge redfall radfall uh, we'll see if it's right. Like well, <laughs> when my product is out secondly i think breath of the wild is a bad zelda game Preach, random name. Preach it. Majora's Mask is the best Zelda. I don't know about that, but no, the, first, the other no. statement was true. Yeah. So, what is the best Zelda? Ocarina. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got one Ocarina vote. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you, Hoke. I usually go Link to the Past, but yeah, I could see. I, I could see. I could see the vote for Ocarina. I would be Ocarina. Majora might be my number two. I just. I love that game. Majora's good. It's so weird. And then my third would probably be Wind Waker. Wind Waker was an interesting one. I love Wind Waker. Wind Waker's great. I think one of the issues I have with Majora's Mask, and we've talked about that in this space as well, is that I have to at least enjoy being in a space in a video game. And Majora's Mask is so kind of oppressive and dark and weird that I don't like being there very long. (laughs) Yeah, it like it hurts your... If you panicked a little bit. I always feel like unwelcome you can't really take your time because there's a giant evil moon that's like coming to you at all times yeah. <laughs> and ticking and it kind of makes you feel like you're going insane i will say this when you play it on the ds the 3ds uh the remaster it because it's smaller it takes some of that like that that pressure away and it was uh, a lot less uh hmm. panicky in that version that but, with uh, portable games you're more in the world at the same time because you're on a subway or you're moving through space yeah and so it takes you it it yeah it takes less of your attention it feel uh but yeah i had a lot of a good time with that but yeah i love that game but ocarina man you you gotta hand it to that game it's like 
Yeah, when when Ocarina came out, that game was uh, genre or genre uh, industry changing. Um, that yeah. game blew people away. But Link to the that Past, fall, I'm just, man. I'm... That, that Ocarina and Metal Gear Solid combo that was that was one of my favorite falls in video sure. games. And, and and those aren't even two of my favorite games, but I fully recognize that those two games were industry changing. Um, but Link to the Past, I'm an old guy. Super Nintendo, one of my favorites of all time. Link to the Past was just Excellent. phenomenal. I, st- I still have my Super Nintendo Link to the Past game. Um, uh, Brent Brent Sheik, Sheik says, uh, on a call when Travis screamed, hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's hilarious. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Sorry, audio. <laughs> Sorry, audio. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to uh, break your ears. I was simply um, <laughs> expressing. I was letting out something that was festering deep inside me. Um, and that's, <laughs> how you avoid, that's how you avoid a stroke. Okay. You let it out. You know, you can't you can't internalize it. You can't just keep it in. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of it I'll, I'll jump to this super chat good segue from ashton francis five dollars super chat don't pull a hogan stroke out also hogan's correct the game was a let's not call strokes pulling a hog i don't really like that <laughs> uh, look look i i don't like hog i want his name to be associated with everything bad in this world but i think that's doing a little far i think that's a little far i think that's a little much let's not call that pulling a hog would be like i don't know having a terrible take or over explaining something uh you know <laughs> legally or you know let's let's just let's try to keep his brand away from that one thing that happened to him one time i'll, I'll just there you go i did one nice thing today that's my monthly that, that was nice that was his nice yeah. side there that was nice <laughs> <laughs> oh, that said i still do want to ruin him i'm still on team <laughs> hogue did something wrong Ashton, thank you for the super chat. Um, Dan asks with with what sounds like a flamboyant comment here. Two pound super chat. MS proves cash can't deliver quality. Game Pass is a flop. I mean, you could believe that, but yeah, you you would be wrong. You're stretching. Yeah, you're stretching there. Well, actually, Um, you're right on the first part. Cash can't deliver quality. I would argue that lots of things have proven that not Microsoft in this particular case, I don't think, but that is true. But Game Pass is not a flop. Well, maybe he means on the delivery of AAA games. I don't know. Maybe. Well, if they're using, to Dan's point, right, even though he's gone, if they're using it as a crutch to uh, be an excuse for uh, delivery of lacking features or whatever, or kind of late delivery on some features, that's a that's an Xbox problem. That's not a, a service problem, right? That's their delivery still. It's nothing wrong with Game Pass per se. <clears throat> so <laughs> anyway, thank you, Dan, for the super chat. Uh, Rob Frawley always around. $10 super chat. Can you query Hogue as to which Hogue frame he prefers, the blue modern or the Oriet? It's gold, sir. Gold. We've we've discussed I mean, it's, this. It's I think I said I was gaudy. Okay with the gold one. Yeah. It is gaudy. It's like a it's like a velvet Elvis painting somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Which one do you prefer? Boring and bland Hogue or awesome Hogue? <laughs> Both are acceptable to me. Wow. What a what <laughs> a legal dodge. We get no He's gonna cop out me. on it. He's what gonna a cop wishy-washy out. Wishy washy flip flopper. You should run for a Congress, you and dude. honestly, uh legally I think I'm in the right here that because he will not make a definitive statement, we defer to the prior democratically elected frame two yeah. times over, by the way, which is gold. I mean, by gold the way, Hogue, I, I would like to um talk to you about a legal case. Um I had somebody ask, uh, pull a poll on a, a podcast I was on on YouTube, and uh, they asked the question in a way that was very leading, and it, it, it led toward a result that they desired. 
um, what are my legal options for suing this person? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure they are limited, but I can't, of course, give okay. legal advice in this context, okay. as my disclaimers well, on my own channel will say. But um, only medical. I don't give medical advice either. You're getting trying to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they asked the leading question. You were unhappy with the poll results. Was they, there they asked the leading question and they the question was framed in a way that he was he was en socially engineering a spe specified result were you yeah. damaged in some way by this poll result i was emotionally physically um and romantically so i will tell <laughs> you that the emotional distress components those are those are difficult cases to bring okay um Great. and certainly in the context of an internet poll the court might be just as likely to say suck it up buddy okay but, but uh, he also pooped in my bed does that change anything? Well, what is that, what, where, where have we gone on this show? What is happening about the poll that you ran for the frames? This is uh, this is my case against you, Ains. Are you now suggesting that Ains pooped in your know. bed? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what I don't Someone know. Someone did it, here. okay? You, you, you keep this up, and I will. I'll say that. All right, all right, and then. Um, very last, I always say for the last, uh, you know where we're going with this, Travis. Let's hit us. Oh boy, uh, five dollar super chat from good old Stacy Walpole. Story two for Mr. Tiger. I have to find this one on YouTube because I cannot see those little boys down there. Uh, what is that? Where are those? Where's this? Where's this comment? <laughs> By the way, we, we passed 400 live combined. Thank you all. Great to have wow, some people hanging out with them us away. Today. Wow, that's crazy. Um, how far up is this? Because I am not seeing this. Is this in Hoag's channel or yours? Hoag's. I don't know, honestly. Oh, I found it. Have... All right, story two for okay. Ty Guy. All right, found it. All right, here we go. Um, somebody was caught in a mouse trap and died. I assume a mouse, but for story flavor, I'm going to say something you wouldn't expect, an insect. An insect got caught in a mouse trap and died. Um, at the funeral, they had a full band that played, and they also partied. So apparently, a lot of people did not like this this insect that was murdered in a mouse trap. Um, uh, they also threw a football game and played golf. Uh, but then, via magic and a a, a series of artists' uh, forms. You're stumbling uh, here. Come on. Yeah, I know. This is really this one's like long. Like I I don't I don't know how to turn this into a story beyond that. Um yeah, and then there okay, so there's a trolley bus, a police car, and a ship. So there's lots of travel happening now. So I'm guessing they're shipping his body somewhere. They're throwing it in the ocean, and then uh then they drink and eat. They threw it into a hurricane. They threw it into a hurricane, and then there were a bunch of animals there. And then suddenly they introduce a supervillain really at the last act here. This is like, you know, I feel I would have I would have introduced the villain a little earlier in the story. Um, and then a woman dances. And is this is this a sad story? I don't know. But there's a lot of emojis is my point. Uh, and if you want to know the rest well, of them, an alien will... clown at the end, that's always fun. An alien clown. And then a, <laughs> I think that's a person saluting or a person yeah. who has a hand for hair, maybe. I don't know. With you complaining about the introduction of the late villain, I kind of want to see Travis does uh, critiques of the. Uh, <laughs> Instead of explaining the story, I'll just critique the emoji selection. 
Uh, yeah. Character action <laughs> in the second act was really lacking. It has a pacing <laughs> issue. Yeah. Travis reviews emoji stories. All I'm saying is, it is either you want me to say the emojis and I'll say them the best I can, and then and then you'll laugh because I'm bad at describing emojis, or I'll give you a story. But we can't do both. We can't do both. That's just it's too much, so. Yeah, it's too much. Too much. Stacy, thank you. All right, guys. Final Fantasy 16, State of Play, PlayStation State of Play. Over 20 minutes from Yoshi P and the group there on Final Fantasy 16. We Seemingly got to see... wildly popular from all the reports I'm seeing in terms of sales mm. and pre-orders and whatnot. Mm. So, yes, you can just I ignore I... everything I'm about to say. <laughs> I would say that the overwhelming response was positive to this from what I've seen. Seen a couple shows talk about it. Uh, our friends over at Trophy Room uh, live reacted to it or, or talked about it specifically. I think people react very well to shiny lights and sounds. It's like a casino, you know. <laughs> Someone flashed some keys in front of them and they got excited. So I will say, I'm still, uh, yo, you're going to definitely be harder than me. So I'm still intrigued by this mm -hmm. game in the sense of kind of the world design and the characters and getting back mm -hmm. to some of the things I like about Final Fantasy. But I think they showed a lot of the combat, right? And it's obviously a very big focus for the game that they've gone to this real-time kind of Devil May Cry-ish combat system. If I can comment it, on that just briefly, please, please. one of the things I noted watching the state of play is that the sense that I got of what they were showing in the combat was almost apologetic, right? Like what they were focused on during this combat sequence was you can use these things to get out of what we've added in terms of timing and skill. And you can, don't forget that you can turn the difficulty down. Like those are the major takeaways from this state of play is like, does all this look like garbage to you? Final fantasy fan, you can get out of it. Like that was what they said in that video. That's really what I took away. <laughs> I, I I could see that from the, the Hogue angle of viewing this video, yes. I, I thought they were approaching it from an accessibility standpoint to say that this is going to be... They uh, My assumption was if someone's watching this who can't... Uh, it's a kid or someone, accessibility issue, who Had can't keep up with sure. kind of fast-paced combat, right? You can do X, Y, and Z to help you still get through the, the combat scenarios. But I don't very, know, man. We're sorry. This is where we think the market is right now, but... We're, we apologize for that. We've added all of these crutches for you if you need them. Yeah, and I will say, now that I watch this, right, and we've seen quite a lot of this game now, 100%, um, I, I would prefer turn-based combat. I, I, I just, I know I'm an old Final Fantasy stan when it comes to those things, but this is not really intriguing to me. I don't buy Final Fantasy for uh, action-based combat. And the fact that they said that, in this that they showed the companions who they said are are tuned or programmed Companion. to help you yeah they'll just help you automatically so you i guess you never know what they're going to do you have no control over them per se um we like direct to, control you get an ai person with you occasionally yes we understand thank you very final <laughs> fantasy much excite <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not digging that i think the for me the game itself looks a lot better than um final it's fantasy gorgeous. 15 it's which gorgeous. did nothing for me um, but yeah, the combat doesn't look too great. The other thing I want to just call it, and this is a weird nitpick. I realize I'll say that ahead of time. The UI in this game looks so bland and generic. They love that. Uh, it, it, it's like the rectangles. They love that. It's horrible. It's like just plain white nondescript font on everything. And, and I'm like, this has notes. no personality at all. May um, not be final. No, it's definitely fine. At this point, it launches in two months. It's absolutely final. But I mean, you can look at Final mm. Fantasy fourteen. They, they, I mean, they're, they're. It's a very kind of bland 
functionality that is preferenced over style. And yeah. I think that that's a choice. I, I think that's okay. Of I course. agree with you, by the way, but I, I think that's okay. But when you want to get me excited about hold down the bumper button and see like the lock-ons come on, it's not, it's just not what I'm excited no. about when it comes to the well, Final well, Fantasy property. Yeah. And a lot of UI nowadays, especially, you know, with bigger projects like this, it's all about accessibility, right? So it's making sure that anyone playing it from any angle or different platforms, eventually when it moves to PC or what have you in the future, you know, it, it works across all these different things. So I get that from a design and development perspective, but it's just- They wasted all of their unreadable style on Forspoken. <laughs> it's just boring to me. Like I like- I, I like when games have personality, right? And it's not to say this game won't, but just the UI just screamed to me like, good God, could this be any more generic? But anyway, I don't know. Travis, you, you've been relatively quiet on Final Fantasy 16. Where are you on this game? Yeah, uh, Final Fantasy is one of those games that I play all of them, but I don't have a ton of stake in them. Um, so I saw this and I kind of was watching it out of one eye while I was working on something else. And I kind of thought to myself like, okay, this looks kind of interesting. What is how good out. I hate? Yeah. What is Hogue going to hate? Yeah, it kind of was in my mind as like, oh yeah, this looks like stuff all that Hogue is going to be disappointed at at all, at all turns. But uh, um, I'm going to reserve judgment until I play it. I don't know what this game is like. I don't know what they're shooting for. But I do know that, uh, you know, the they it's a kind of a new direction for the series. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I'm open to the new idea. I will say this to yeah, What do we think of them calling it the first action role-playing game in the final fantasy series? It's like, did, are we just supposed to assume 15 was a fever dream or square is not calling that an action game? <laughs> I guess they're calling it not an action game. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, final fantasy hasn't been turn-based for a while. And I, I know they've, they've had a lot of action games. Yeah, they've released final one fantasy game in remake. six years. So, I mean, 13 was very turn-based. Yeah, but I mean, Final Fantasy 7 Remake was also pivoted to... 7 what, Remake what? is turn-based. Yeah. Turn-based? Yes, it's turn-based. It's a, it's a hybrid, but yeah, it's turn-based. Yeah, 7 Remake. Yeah, they developed that new remake system for it, but it's turn-based. Turn turn action at the same time. Yeah, it's both. So why, yeah. like, like, why wouldn't you use that system? I don't know. Maybe I'm just throwing questions out there, but right. well, well, I agree. Good. They solved it with seven remake, and they didn't bring it over because they were already working on sixteen at the same time. So it'll be in rebirth, and it might be in seventeen. But sixteen, they say, is their first action game. And I just think it's interesting because fifteen is clearly an action game. My my thinking was seven system was a response to the fact that originally it was fully a turn based game. I guess you guys have different definitions of turn based for me because I think Final Fantasy VII remake is mostly an action game and it's got kind of like elements. If you play it mostly an action game, you'll lose. I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's a cooldown based turn based game for the most part, but it was a brilliant solve for hey we want to give action to the market, but we don't want to offend everybody that's ever played Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I think that that's why they did that. So my thinking is that going forward, Final Fantasy is going to be closer to 15 than than to Seven Remake. You, you think that they're going to... Well, Seven Remake was vastly more popular than 15, so I don't know. So, so you think they'll pivot based on that? I don't know. Honestly, I just think 16 was already in production. So I don't know that you could have Seven's model go into 16. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like some, somebody in the comments said uh, like that it's, it's cool down kind of like an MMO RPG spellcasting thing. That's, that's the way I view that system. I don't view it as like a turn-based, but 
Because when not, I think turn-based, I think like, the, like traditional turn-based, right? Yeah, because I think about but... the line, you know, where they're in a line and they take actual turns attacking one after another. Yeah, but I would also call 12 turn-based. I mean, like the, that turn-based philosophy is driving your your battle system. Gotcha. Because what I like about turn-based philosophy is not waiting my turn. It's that you have strategy and things that you're trying to do to outwit the the system or your opponents and ways to make things more complicated within your own power set that are just lost when it's press X for awesome and, and bounce around and dodge the other opponents. <laughs> well, I, it, it's not that simple though, because action games can have strategy. There's I'm not saying that it's, it's a different play. kind of strategy. It's not an, it's not to me an intellectual strategy even though that you're, you're probably using your brain for positioning and things, it's not the same kind of game. It's not the same kind of itch that's being scratched by that type of, of gameplay. Yeah. So last week we talked about, you know, evolving genres and keeping the stuff that you care about and, but finding a new way to do it with, you know, Zelda going to breath of the wild and that sort of thing. And my point was sort of like, you know, you want the thing that you love to be there. It, even if it's pivoting to a new thing. So I definitely understand where you're at as like a Final Fantasy diehard and seeing Final Fantasy 16 be a game that doesn't really remind you of Final Fantasy. I would say, you know, that's on the developers to find ways to remind you aside, aside from, you know, just throwing chocobos into the into the mix. Um, and yep, uh, Google's in there. I saw that. Well, I yeah, mean, 15 I, was a total departure, you know? I yeah, mean, it I, was. I, but I mean, so was 7 and 7 is beloved. I know not by you. Seven but is it, not it, a total departure. You're talking about things like cinematics and angles of cameras, but it's still essentially the same game as Final Fantasy. I mean, VI. The, the setting, though, is. But is but a the setting in Final Fantasy has never been the same. I'm not asking for the sameness of setting. Four and six yeah. are wildly different, but seven being different than that is just a similar kind of thing. Four, six, seven, all different settings. Eight wildly different from seven. Yeah, um, I mean, but I mean, yeah. Final Fantasy has also jumped to genres a bunch of times and has all sorts of different sorts of games in it. Maybe not mainline uh, until 15, but uh, I, I think the beauty of Final Fantasy is they can try new things. It's been around for so long. It's probably going to do well, whatever they end up coming out with. And um, I'm interested to see what 16 number. You want to call it Final Fantasy, uh, whatever it is, Valacia. We wouldn't be talking about this this way. I'd be like, go nuts. I didn't have a problem with Final Fantasy... Uh, a punch and orchestra or whatever what was, what yeah. was the stranger of paradise the one you really liked yeah stranger of paradise is good but they also, they, didn't they try also to had the, final fantasy 16 they have a rhythm game as well uh yeah, yeah the theater, theater rhythm deep rhythm yeah yeah uh i i think uh i yeah I, I don't to me the number isn't isn't holy and i think they're probably doing this because they think that turn base doesn't have much of a market anymore uh i know that's yeah but you know, i well, again, it's Square, so who knows what the hell they're thinking. But, I mean, you look at something like Dragon Quest XI, um, you say turn-based doesn't have a market. Well, I mean, that's obviously. Niche, I mean, how how big of a game? How, how, many, how many millions of copies does that game sell? Because I bet you it wasn't as many as Final Fantasy XV, which was an action game. Well, no. It's probably Final not Fantasy as much as Final 15. Fantasy XV. But, Final um, Fantasy XV was sold better than Remake, if I'm not mistaken. It was Final also on all platforms. Final Fantasy VII Remake wasn't. You can't compare those. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't think so, but your stats are also going to be dependent on jurisdiction. I mean, I think Square Enix feels Final Fantasy is their Western-facing product. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And Dragon Quest is. I mean, mean, 15 clearly demonstrated that to some degree. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 15 was a success, right? I mean, do you think Square Enix sees 15 as a success? I mean, it was 
well reviewed from what I remember. It sold a bunch of copies. Does, does Square Enix see any of their sales as a success? They always That's seem true. to be disappointed. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't make ten billion. Failure. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. So That's I true. don't know. I yeah. I I'm gonna play this one. It, it interests me more than fifteen. I'll say that. Um, the fact yep. that it comes out two and a half weeks after Diablo Four for me personally, not gonna help its case. Uh, at least you know at launch, but I will definitely play it, try it. I hope that um, I hope it gives me some of those classic FF vibes that I like. Um, but but I think you're right. Final Fantasy is all over the place, uh, so I'm gonna play it. It looks beautiful, uh, and I think regardless of what we're saying here, anecdotally, the stuff I've seen is that people are freaking hyped for this game, people and it's probably gonna to sell. Play. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna sell a lot of copies. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that state of play was, I really do think, aimed at me. I mean, it's, it's saying, don't worry about the combat here. Look at all this lore we've got in there. Look at all these kingdoms. I mean, I think it really was aimed at, don't worry too much about actually playing it. The problem is actually playing it is a big chunk of your time in a video game. So, fair. <laughs> yeah, that math seems to check out for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, it's only, I mean, it's only two months away. We've been talking about that game for a long time. So, uh, you know what's not two months away? Suicide Squad, which oh, uh, was delayed again this week. And not a trivial delay. Uh, delayed all the way to February of 2024. So this game, reminder, late last year, I believe the Game Awards, if I recall correctly, I could be wrong, we got what was confirmed to be their firm release date finally for Rocksteady Suicide Squad, which was May 20-something, 26 or something I like that. I don't even know how you give a, a February next year time frame. Once you leave the zone of immediacy, I just don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was going to ask, actually, is, you know, this is not like kind of the normal delays we see, especially once we were a month and a half from, well, no, we were a few months out because they, they delayed it without a date earlier this year. And then they came back this week and said February 2024. Now, from what the reports are in this, this is not due to any of the feedback, negative feedback they got on that last demonstration they did. But I don't know, guys. You're talking that? due to reports. They haven't said. They just said they're still working on the game. But you're talking eight months from now, right? And remember, let's let's not forget they announced the delay earlier this year. So you're talking about a year, pretty much. Yeah. Um, extra on a game that was already delayed for an extensive period of time. So what are they doing here? This feels more. This feels bigger than polished. I guess is the shortest way to say. Yeah. Here's my here's my saying. hope. My hope is that they're sticking with the original vision because, I, like you said, I hope those reports are true, that it's not in response to uh, the feedback or people not liking, you know, the loot systems in their game because, you know, A, it's their game to make, and, and I think that that's fine. And, and B, people watching the game don't know what they're talking about. So uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, just make the game you want to do, stay strong, whatever. But here's what I'm hoping the delay is. I'm hoping the delay is because that game looked pretty polished. I'm hoping that they're spending the next year getting in front of the live service model. That's what I hope they're doing. I hope they're spending the year. Flooding you with content day one? I hope No, I hope they're building the content so that when you get day one, you've got the expansion. And then immediately after that, next month, 
they, they already have like the first you know major release because that's the thing that i think has killed so many live services my hope is that they are seeing the writing on the wall of all these dying live services that did not plan a content roadmap and didn't get ahead of delivery and they're saying we don't want to be one of those we don't want to have a year-long gap before we actually start putting out stuff like halo infinite or whoever else and uh i'm hoping that they are spending this next year building post-game stuff so that when the game launches, it already has a pipeline, a content pipeline. That's that's what I'm hoping that this is. That about. would actually make some sense to me for having such a random date in February next year, because the notion would be, well, we can launch whenever we're trying to build the back end. Yeah, that that's would, my hope. It would make sense. I feel that it's a very optimistic, hopeful situation. Let him be an optimist, Danes. um yeah no i i i would love for that to be the case i certainly don't think they're changing the model of their game because some people didn't like its destinification but yeah i hope i hope you're right but that that was the immediate reaction i saw online was people are like oh good they're listening to us and i was like god i hope not because you guys (laughs) yeah i don't honestly i don't think i don't think that's enough time to like wipe away you're not you're not changing the core gameplay of that game Gotham Knights got delayed by about that much time, and guess what got stripped from it? All of the stuff. 60 that, FPS? They, that, I don't think that was ever there. Ains, <laughs> no, I, don't but, think I'd, I, I don't think I'd heard that story. Did they have a, a looter shooter kind of thing going uh, on? People people have speculated that it was intended to be a live service game because of the stat screens and the way a lot of the like bounty boards were made. And there was not any I, sense for what's in the game. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of evidence to suggest that it was originally planned that it got stripped out and it got delayed i think by about the same amount of time and so um that that could be happening i i think but i i would uh, to me that would be a big miss i would say instead double down spend the next year developing the content i would love that that would be so great because i think that's what kills avengers right that's what killed a lot of these games that that are we're now seeing sunset because well, there and this is the same app. parent company as gotham knights i mean this is warner brothers and one of the things that's interesting about that, of course, is that they have a big win this year that they are looking at by comparison to every other every other company that's using their properties, right? So they're Very looking big. at Hogwarts Legacy and saying, yep. "What are y'all doing?" Yep. Well, and they well, they were uh, importantly not doing live service, so we'll see. Um, they have no DLC planned for that game, no expansions. Well, interestingly, Hogwarts Legacy also feels like it might have had live service stuff kind of pulled from it. It's got the timers in the room of requirement that are kind of weird. It's got these various little tendrils that feel like they might have been going a different direction at one point. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah. it delivered on launch with a fantastic game, which is which yeah. is lovely for a change. Um, yeah, I, I'm one of the few people I know I'm in. Well, I don't know if I'm in the minority, but it feels like I'm in the minority that I liked what Suicide Squad showed. I thought it looked Me fun. Too. Yeah, it looked really fun. Every game doesn't have to be this. I don't need Arkham again. Like I, you know, I get you know that people want Arkham again, but it just looked fun. Yeah, it reminded me of Sunset Overdrive, Ains. Just like this silly, like flying around and complete yeah, chaos. Give it and to I was me. Like, I'm, I'm here for that. That's not. Yeah, cool. with friends. Like, yeah. why not? Who would? They've got a couple problems with me on that game, which is I'm not interested in the property. I wasn't interested in how it looked, and then I definitely wasn't interested in a live service version of how it looked. So I mean, like that's yeah. that's not great for me. Market was ever going to be strong on the Suicide Squad game. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't care about. The characters at all i just thought the game looked fun but anyway we'll see uh who knows when we'll be talking about that game again if it's not launched until february 2024 if uh my assumption would be we may see it again at uh game awards in december maybe i guess we'll see 
Um, uh, last thing I want to mention is I wish I wish I would was writing the headline on the uh, delay because I would say Suicide Squad kills original launch date. You know, that would be my headline. Kill, kills itself. Kills its own. Kills its own. Yeah, original launch day. Yeah, you gotta kind of allude to the suicide part. That's dark. Am I? Do I have a dark brain? Wow. Yes. Are you just yeah. learning this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just learned something about myself. <laughs> oh man. Uh, the last thing I want to mention was uh, I don't know if you guys saw the trailer for this or have any interest, but Immortals of Avium, uh, which is a uh, the first game. Yeah, from Ascendant Studios, which is uh, it's about a hundred person or so, give or take. I did a little research this week. Um, studio that has been working on this game for about five years or so, and it's developers from the industry who have worked on properties like Call of Duty, uh, like uh, Bulletstorm, I believe, a few other games like that. But basically, what he said that the head of the studio said is they always had this vision for creating a game that felt like Call of Duty, but literally like. Dungeons and Dragons. Like instead of a helicopter, it's a dragon. And instead of using a gun, you're shooting spells and and basically like that. And that's what this game looks to be. Uh it launches relatively soon. We have a quick preview of it up on the site, but um I like the look of this. I thought it looked like it could be really fun. Um yeah. I don't I don't know if they can make a good game, but I know they can make a good trailer. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and, and you know what, you know what concerned me is um not that it was a bad game per se, but I got I got whiffs of uh uh outlanders Broken. no what was the game um what's wrong with outriders outriders thank you no, no and that's what i said it's not a bad game but i just got whiffs of it like it 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 outriders i was really hyped up for and it just didn't hit that level for me um i'm hoping that this game can kind of deliver on their on what they're trying to hit here but it looks really good so if you I haven't checked it out some random strays on this show and i want to defend it it's a good <laughs> game yeah you are welcome to defend it Outriders is a seven out of ten, and with World Slayer, I would say it became an eight out of ten. It's a good game. I, I can like give Outriders. you seven. I can did give you, you play a seven. World Slayer. I think Outriders I brought a lot of Diablo principles into a new arena, and it's fun. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I just the uh, the writing was really bad, and the, oh, the yeah, character yeah. the characters weren't great. And the the thing yeah. that the the thing that uh, when you're gonna make a looter shooter, the thing that has to be intriguing to me is levels like the play space has to be intriguing it just wasn't an outriders they just weren't but uh, the rest of it's okay anyway immortals of avium if you haven't checked it out uh trailers up like i said small preview on the site you can check out but it looks cool it looks different you know we always like to see different people trying new things so uh we'll see it launches uh july 20th so it's we'll see what happens uh yeah, maybe we'll, it's an, yeah, and it's being published by EA as an EA original, though it's a AAA game. It's not like a smaller EA original. Um, I don't know if EA is doing an EA play in June yet. They, they've they been kind of quiet, so we'll see if uh, we see more of this game here in the coming months. But, yeah. All right, boys. I think that's going to wrap us up here at BitCast 245. Five episodes away from 250. We got we to gotta talk about that offline, see what we're going to do for 250. Nice. Is 250 a major number? Is that like a... Is, is there, you put like a yeah a cel- every, celebration every though, every fifty you know you celebrate a little bit the hundred ones are a little more significant but you can do the fifties you know why not see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of crazy really uh, two fifty that's, that's a lot of episodes man and uh, shout out real quick too uh, going on right now and probably going to be running for a long time today the Iron Lords our friends over there are doing their three hundredth episode today actually I'm going to be joining them here yeah, in a little too. bit I will pop my head in as well. 
Excellent. We, nice. we'll all, we should all join at the same time. Be like, what up, BitGas crew here? <laughs> uh, I plan on joining here in about probably half an hour. Uh, so I'll do that. I'll it's do a total that. stream takeover. I'll drink to that. Yeah, let's t- let's take over. Okay, okay. So what what time are we saying then? Uh, let's say one forty five Eastern. That's outside uh, my slot window, Ains. I can only show up at two. Let's oh, let's two. do two then. Okay, both Travis two. So that's yeah. Uh, yeah. what for eleven for me. That's eleven for you, yeah. Noon for me, or or one for me. I mean, um, okay, all right. Well, Big Cat's gonna try and take over the Iron Lords podcast. Who knows what, who else will be on there at the same time? We'll see what happens. Oh, yeah. But um, we should, ju- we should just start continue our show like right where we left off. Just like hop in and pretend <laughs> like they're not there. We'll just be like, anyway, Ains, what do you think about you know? Just, just continue the show. <laughs> all right, uh, it's gonna be quick. We're all gonna be over there. I think they're having a lot of people on today for the three hundred show. It's gonna be like ten minute segments with you know guests popping in and out. So, uh, but shout out to them. They're good friends of all of ours here. And um, yeah, that'll be cool. By the way, let me go ahead and end this poll right here. Uh, so is 30 FPS a deal breaker for Redfall and should it be delayed? 61% say yes. So uh, see, I don't think it's going to be delayed, uh, but you know. Anyway, uh, thank you all for hanging out with us today. It's been a great show. We hit over 400 people live concurrent with us. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, remember to like and uh, you know check out the streams on both sides. If you're only on SG, check out Hogue. If you're only on Hogue, check out SG. It's hugely appreciated. Absolutely. Um, yeah, with that... Hogue, go ahead and shout out your stuff, dude. Absolutely. So as I said, this week we put together our first two parts of what's going to be probably a seven or eight part series on the story of my stroke and recovery, which I really wanted to have because I think it's important information to talk about what I would have loved to have known before it happened and what I learned going through the hospital systems in Michigan. And we're going to have a fundraiser for a couple of those hospitals that saved my life on May 6, 2023. So please check out the channel at Hogue Law at YouTube. For those videos, and we'll have part three up, I would guess, in a couple days from now, um, as well as interviews with my physical and occupational therapists later on as part of part three. So please do come by and check those out. I think it's some of the more important stuff I've ever done with the platform, and I'm really proud of us having those conversations. I get to talk about my own experiences, some of which are a little bit delirious in the ICU especially, and my wife also comes on in audio avatar form to talk about what she was experiencing as the caregiver and talking to the doctors at the same time. So I think it's a really good series. Yeah, fantastic. I will, I will give him a box quote, which is, I watched the first episode and I was bemused. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. <laughs> Ty Guy Travis was bemused. <laughs> I was bemused in quotes, box art. Beautiful. I was bemused, six out of 10. <laughs> no but it's great and like i said we're gonna be putting those up i talked to hogue about putting those up on the uh, season gaming site too you know more awareness the better so we're gonna put that up as part of our good and gaming initiative yeah share and share things. like anybody that's interested i think this is important stuff no doubt no doubt travis uh yeah uh i've got uh the review of dead island 2 uh coming to you in written and video format on Ooh. tuesday morning so please uh, check that out if you would like. Uh, when does Dead also, Island 2 actually come out, Travis? It comes out a week Friday. after my review. Or is it this Friday, really? Oh, because oh, it's, 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 it's a 21st. Yeah, it's 21st. Oh, is there a deluxe edition? So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a 21st, I believe. Um, no, I don't think there's early. There's no early release. Really? It's just it's a 21st. Really out on Friday? That's really surprising. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I guess you can play that this week as well. But uh, I'm not allowed to talk about it really much except to say that my review will be out. Uh, and you can check that out. And then um, I've got some. I'm looking forward to some zombie puns, Travis. I hope you delivered. 
Oh boy, did I. Also LA puns. Get ready for that. Lots of <laughs> LA references. Um, so yeah, um, that'll be up. And then, uh, yeah, you can follow me, uh, see me being a rough again on Twitter at Ty Guy Travis. If, uh, if you want, um, that's, uh, that's, that's your title for me. And I'm, I'm the rough again. Um, yeah. The rough again. Yeah. So well, what was the, what was the nerd uh, name you came up with us last week for this show? And I can't, we were in like the zoo Remember the, the nerd zoo. People were watching us and trying to figure out what we were talking oh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I couldn't remember what it was, and I was cracking yeah. up the other day thinking about it. Yeah, damn, that's good. I'll have to find the clip. But anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, on the season gaming side, we have our review of Minecraft Legends up. You can check out. Uh, I too am reviewing Dead Island Two. Uh, so same thing. Uh, we're not doing video. We're just doing written. That'll be on the site on Tuesday. Like Travis said, we'll talk about obviously our uh, full thoughts on that next week's show and then uh i am finally doing a video on the uh that 280 dollars scuff controller for the xbox competitive controller uh i've been delayed on that one i was going to do it like a month ago um but I'll, that'll be up this week as well so um other than that thank you very much chat you've been awesome today thank you for all the super chats thank you for the continued support on both sides of the house it's super appreciative uh other than that hogue it's been awesome having you here for the whole show it felt like the good old days yeah it's um, been a record so. for me in staying on a stream so i'm i'm excited mm -hmm. We're getting no that endurance up. Yes, beginning to end. Fantastic. So thank you guys, everyone. We will see you next Sunday back with the full crew again, hopefully. And uh, until then, have a good week of gaming. Peace.